If given the choice between shooting myself in the eyes or going to a couple's wedding shower, I'd only have one question for you. Which way do you want my pupils to shoot out across the room? Welcome to the latest podcast. We're not going to name the number because we're horrible at that, but it exists. We're here, and only two weeks after the release of the very popular last installment, Justin Waddell, welcome back to the show. Thank you. You are perfect. You have a perfect track record. 33. Okay. Steve, how you doing? How's my track record? Your track record is spotty. Be me aboard. <laughs> <laughs> is that like uh, an Olympics thing? What? Olympics are over, so you're talking about track records. Exactly. I'm, the Olympics are over, and I'm rejoicing. See, little, my, life is not, my life is not the podcast. I've got things to do. I have to be around here recording shit all day. That's true. I mean, Justin and I are totally defined by this. <laughs> little slight, little slight uh, twist, twist, of the, twist of the side by Steve Murphy, just like Jesus got. I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. You, you jesus us. How dare you Jesus us? Every chance I get. So, um, I've been reading about this tropical storm. Yeah, this has been in the news. Yeah. I hear that one of the theme parks in New Orleans is in jeopardy. <laughs> uh, not necessarily a theme park. Nicholas Cage's haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was reading today on the um, uh, that Nicholas Cage. He, I guess he's been interviewed because he's got this really highly. Hotly anticipated movie coming out. Have you got? Do you guys know about it? Tell us. Bangkok Dangerous. This the, is the. Uh, this, this is Torch Song trilogy. The Sizzler at the end of the summer <laughs> that everybody's been excited about. Yeah. So they've been interviewing him, and Cage is weird. So he, whenever you interview him, you don't know what you're going to get. And why is Why is he weird? He's a strange man. Define weirdness. Got fucked hair. He's he's crazy. He 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 married Lisa Marie Presley. That even his real hair. That, that, that can't be say. his real hair anymore. No, I mean, he has no hair, but he has fake hair in movies. Wait, he, isn't he married to Patricia Arquette? He used to be, and I think he was married to Elvis's daughter for a very small window of time, and now he's married to, a, I think, a waitress, was waitress he, he to, met in Vegas. Hold on, was he, married to to her, was he married to a Presley before or after Michael Jackson? <sighs> he didn't marry Michael Jackson. God, maybe he didn't marry Lisa. No, he did. No, you're, I think you're, no I think you're right, because I remember hearing that. But was it before or after? Was it pre- but isn't she just like a piece of Elvis memorabilia for the most part? Are you saying that he got Michael she's, Jackson's uh, second servants? Memorabilia. So anyway, he has a house, a three they said a three million dollar house in New Orleans, and he says he won't he's never slept in it. He owns who do, who, it. Who doesn't have a three million dollar house lying around? And uh he, he said he's eaten there. Lee Majors. <laughs> he, he said he's eaten half there, his worth. And he's uh never he never slept there because it's haunted. But he says one day he vows he will sleep sleep there, but not with his family. But he has no problem breaking bread with the haunts. He play, he paid an extra two point five million for the haunt. <laughs> That's some scary suit. He said that people <laughs> that people will ring him up, like you know, ghost experts, and say, "Nicholas Cage, hey Nick Nick Cage, can we come out with our gadgets, our ghost gadgets, our ghost finders?" <laughs> and uh, 
and check out the house, and he says, no, I won't let you ex- he exploit takes, the ghosts. He takes those calls because he doesn't have a call waiting, and he keeps thinking it's an agent with a job. You, he's not going to let them exploit the ghosts? That's what he says. That's hilarious. What, were they exploited in real life? Well, he, I guess he just doesn't want that on his... He doesn't want... And, you know, those ghosts might be lonely, and they might want to be discovered. Maybe they talked to him, tell him, please do not exploit us. Maybe they have a message. When Nicolas Cage dies, they're going to corner him and say, we've been banging those chains for attention all this time. And now we're going to take you back to Lisa Marie. This is the, 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 the thing, he won't let them come out because the message is, don't see Bangkok dangerous. <laughs> if they've been banging the chains, do they leave... Go- God damn it. Did they, they've been banging the chains, do they leave... <laughs> do they leave ghost noise around? Yeah. Hmm? Hello? <laughs> little, little links? You know, like a little bit of a, a little bit of ghost I hope juice. They, I can't. I hope that they. I don't know what the technical term is. I, I hope they can't jizz. Did uh, we already talk about ghost busting? Ghost repro- yeah, not? probably. But ghost reproducing would be a bad. That's thing. That's the ethereal noise. I think we've had this exact discussion. Or it would be a glad thing if you die. We're, ju- we're about to jump some sharks. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad though. I thought ghosts being a ghost would suck, but you, apparently you can reproduce and masturbate. Because this probably does get lonely in a house that you're haunted by yourself. I guess it's not as funny as it was in my head. Very little is. That's true. I don't know. I, I kind of like um. I like the idea of of, of Nicolas Cage um being uh, afraid of his own house. He intentionally bought a haunted house, and now he's afraid of it. What a pussy! He, what yeah, he, he didn't know. He did know it was a. He was did a, know. He did know. He did know they. Does um, the house have a name? It does have a name. It's some, you know, New Orleans name. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's called it's called creepy creepiest house in town. <laughs> creepy Manor. Louis Lamour's cabin. I think there is an L involved. I can't remember. I can't recall the the title. Um, hey, they Can did you... say they did say that the the house comes with masturbating ghosts. So, <laughs> buyer beware. <laughs> and he said, no problem. It's, it's like in the Devil's Backbone when they they hear the boys sigh. That's what Nicolas Cage hears in the middle of the night. He doesn't hear it in the middle of the night. He didn't stay there. He's like, the story he, is wrong. Is, I think this is a direct quote. He goes, when I'm feeling down and insecure, I walk into the house and just wait for a ghost to masturbate to me. And then, I'm, then it brightens me day. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's a direct quote. So he went from the vampire's kiss to the jo- ghost's jack. Yes. What's next for Nicolas Cage? He's not- Maybe he is the ghost rider. <laughs> Whoa. That would be fucking dense. Speaking of uh, that sequel, might what? be happening. No, the there's point. no way they're gonna make. They made. Movie. They made a lot of money. That movie. I'm not kidding. Are they gonna get Ray Stevenson to play Ghost Rider? In now? fact, it would be stupid for them not to make it because it made a lot of money. No, let's not say it would be stupid for them not to make it. It was stupid for them to make the first one. Yeah, but it made a lot of money. It's gotta. It's gotta come back. Please, Wes Bentley. I don't know. That might get in the way of the. Uh, who, the hotly anticipated, hotly anticipated Jimmy Smith's Morbius film. Not since uh, a Robert Altman film has you, have you seen a cast that diverse, I say. Nick Cage, it's Donald the, Logue, It's the verse I've ever seen. Peter Fonda. Ugh. Also from Ghost Rider. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about the cast. Who else was in that? Ever Mendes. Yeah, but I mean, who? I, I, there was there's somebody else. Wes Bentley, but isn't there someone else? Sam Elliott? Oh, God, he wasn't that, yeah. Actually, the kid who played him as a, a younger, like the Johnny Blade, what, what the hell is this character's name? 
I think it is Johnny Blaze. Is it Johnny Blaze? Well, whatever. The uh, the kid who played him as a younger guy, of course, uh, was actually better than Cage. You saw I it? Uh, yeah, I would have rather seen the film if it were the, the kid at the beginning. Nick gave me that movie as a present. No, I saw it. Didn't, um, didn't pay for it, but I, did, I didn't even know they had a back a backstory for him. Yeah, it starts off with them. Uh, I think it's him and the Eva Mendez character, as children or at least teenagers. They grew up together. Yeah, but the he, kid, the kid uh, was better. The kid playing Blaze. Yeah. Well, kid, it, kid start, it starts bad. off and they're playing near a well, and the mother says, "Don't fall into the well because it'll skin you and set your head on fire." And he didn't listen. Um, and Steve said he's better now. Do you guys? What about Nicholas Cage these days? Have, com- have you completely lost faith, or do you have some hope? Completely. Aside from adaptation, what has he done good lately? In the past ten years, probably absolutely nothing. Completely lost faith. But he's so you, good in adaptation, though. Yeah, well, he's he. That's the thing about him. I mean, ten years ago, he was one of the best, and now he works Actually, more than was anybody. He? Although I did enjoy Next. What? I enjoyed it. That movie sucked. I I don't know. I I, didn't I, see I, it. I had a good time with it, and he, he was fine on it. Well, I. It, it's not a good film at all, but you I enjoyed it. I had a good time. He, uh, the thing about Cage is he seems to just be bored in his movies lately. And he, in an adaptation, he was not obviously. And actually, in the movie that everybody makes fun of all the time, that's really bad. He wasn't. He was actually turned in kind of Which a film? silly performance. Um, the one that the Wicker Man. Oh, I mean, he, he's ridiculous in it. But at least he's at least he looks alive. In I it. think of like Snake Eyes and uh, fucking. Um, all the action stuff. He's Snake done. Eyes. He still he puts a performance in though. Not a very good movie at all. He's even no, crapping. He's even crap as far back as Face Off. He was crap. Face Off. Oh, he good. was great in Face Off though. No, no. Yes, he's he good. was. It's not good anymore. Especially when he's doing his John Travolta. Yeah, they were both very good in that movie. It is not good anymore. Uh, no, I, I still like that movie. It's there's a, the action kind of lame at this point. I mean, it's got gotten kind of old. But those guys playing each other as you know as themselves is very funny. Yeah, that was the treat of that film. I'd say. They were but what, what are some other horrible Nicolas Cage efforts in the past ten years? I mean, like, oh god! I mean, there's you. You mentioned good one. Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death is a fun, fun movie, but that's more than ten years old. Yeah, he, I mean, those, that's a movie like he tries on. There's a lot of movies that he doesn't try on. Was that? It was like 92. I think yeah, it's it's about then because I, I mean that was right. Either I was working at the theater or it was shortly after. Plus, it's a Barbe Barbe Schrader movie. We should be good at this because he never not works. I mean, he is always working one set to I mean, the next. I'm not. I'm Wind not a talkers. big fan. Of, I'm not a big fan of Con Air actually. But Wind Talkers, Honeymoon in Vegas, he was good in. Yeah, but that's old. Vegas is old. So I know it's old, but but yeah, it's okay. To the hell with you. Okay, okay. He won the Oscar with Leaving Las Vegas. Very he good. Did the Rock. He did Con Air. But <laughs> everything past that is like it's a, just a conglomerate of bitch. Other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm thankfully blocking out most of Captain Corelli. <sighs> yep. Jesus. He's he's in so much. How can we can how can we only remember see, so little? Didn't you see Captain Corelli? I did. It wasn't horrible. It was just not very good. He, we are missing a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, God, I I, t- I intend I tend to avoid him. How can you? Damn it, Nicholas Cage! What have you done to me? He's in everything. He's in everything, but he's a pile of shit. Beast. I can't remember. Family Man, that was fun. Pretty good. Oh, Lord of War sucked. Yeah, Lord of War wasn't good, but he kind of turned on performance in that. Nope. I mean, he he tried, but it was it was daddy. Uh, Matchstick Man. He actually, I like Matchstick Man, right? Not because of him, though. He was fun. He was fun in it, though. Well, you like Rockwell? Is that why you liked it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else? What else has that shit had done? Fuck, I don't know. He's got problems. 
Let's take some callers. Almost Superman. Morvern, how are you doing? He was almost Superman. Oh, well. In retrospect, he might not have been any worse. He could have been all right. I wouldn't say that. Brandon Rouse sucks. It depends on what. But Bangkok Dangerous doesn't look like it's going to, um, which is a remake, doesn't look like it's going to uh, burn up the charts. Maybe right. it makes some money. He, his movies tend to make money, but I don't know. I why. don't know how. I mean, like, I, don't, I, can't, I can't imagine somebody like choosing to see a movie because he's in it. I mean, think about it. It's Nicholas Goddamn. I don't know. I still, you guys still gotta love him a little bit for raising Arizona, things like that. Yeah, but he burns, burns bridges faster than fucking Bo. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I've got his. Uh, oh God. Yeah, okay. Oh God. It's gonna be good. I'll start with leaving Las Vegas and work our way north. The Rock, which is fun. It's hard to watch now, but it's it's fun. crap. Conair sucks. It's got some good people in it. But Conair is crap. Snake Eyes, I didn't like. City of Angels, I hated. Yeah, remake. Eight millimeter was disappointing. Yeah. Bringing Out the Dead was disappointing. I like Bringing Out the Dead a Gone lot. Gone in 60 Seconds was disappointing. No. Family no. Man was good. Captain Crowley was disappointing. Wind Talkers was bastard. It's just going to get worse after the Wind Sunny, Talkers. I don't even see it. He directed that. Yeah. A- uh, Adaptation's great. Magic Men's okay. National Treasure is boring. No, it's all right, though. Lord of War is disappointing. The Weatherman is daddy farts. <laughs> good God, I didn't even see that. The Ample Agent of Voice doesn't count. World Trade Center was dr- was. Detritus. It was worse than the actual event. The Wicker Man was dastardly. The Ghost Rider was uh, was worse than. You know, we don't use dying, dastardly in, dying in the woods. Next was shit. It wasn't bad. It was a lot of fun. National Treasure Two was a was a piece of sick cum. That was that was complete robot balls. I didn't see Noah and the rest haven't come out, but here's his. He's had a lot of shit lined up. I know he never he, not works. God damn, he must have signed the worst deal of ever with Satan. What's coming up? He's got Knowing, the hell is a horrible that? name for me. I think it's the guy, Alex Proyas. So yeah, it a is. Shot at it's, being it's that, yeah. And the, yeah, uh, G-Force. <laughs> is oh, it God. the Talking Animal movie? I thought it's like a Japanese, isn't it like I a think Japanese? It, there's no way, no, it's got to be that Talking Animal movie. There's no way they're doing, there's no way they're doing that G-Force movie. I thought that's what that was. Because my dream would have come true and I would have known about this. What else oh, could it be? It's a, it's a specially trained group of guinea pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Zach Galifianakis is in it, though, so I'm excited about that. Well, it's because you're dumb. I know, I'm dumb. Um, he's in the remake of Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, yeah, and they're saying that's not a remake, though. Okay. They're saying that should... Actually, I read an interview with Val Kilmer. I don't know why, and they said that... Because uh, <laughs> he was available. He said that he doesn't even know why they're calling it the Bad Lieutenant. He does a voice in Astro Boy. <laughs> he's in Scared Straight, Kick-Ass. Scared Straight with Carpenter, though. Okay, The Ghost... Which is about his house. Amaretta Slim. Yeah, but there's no way that's still going. It's a poker player movie. Electric God, which is a sequel to Electric Grandmother. And then The Dance. God damn it, Nicolas Cage, why do you hate me? God, they, he signs up for every movie. You wonder what movie he's gone for that they're like, we don't want you, Nicolas Cage. How do you? How would you react if you're, let, let's say you're, um, I don't know. <laughs> All right, you're, you're Steve Zahn. Okay. You get Nicolas Cage's cast-offs. It's like Nicolas Cage said, actually said no to this. The only reason being is not only was it shooting the same days as this other film he's making, it was shooting at the exact same times. Because he would have found a way to do... <laughs> Run from set to set. Work doubles, yeah. He's like, look, I need you guys to shoot 
this movie about the desert and this movie about deep space that'd be in the awesome same room. They, that'd be awesome if he was like running like three movies, running from set to set. Just they just they just put a little paste on a scout, throw a new wig on. Yeah. You may have you may have met his publicist, Google. <laughs> oh, Cage. Nicholas fucking Cage. And he won't sleep in his house because I mean the man doesn't sleep. Yeah. But um, he has dinner there. Which makes no sense. And it's it's a hypocritical of him because he eats at the haunted McDonald's. <laughs> Speaking of McDonald's. The food comes back and haunts you. Nicholas Cage. It's funny. I, I'll name drop. We, I, saw, I met him. Well, I didn't really meet him. He was at a screening I went to. And he brought his son. And his son had a fucking cane. You kidding? Oh, I thought you said that he had the cane. No, he, cage. He, no. no. His son had... His, he's got this big-ass son. Maybe his son's a cripple. He needs the cane. No, he's, he's, he's a goth-like... Kind of, kind oh, is he? How old was the kid? I bet you he was twenty. So he rocked a cane, like it was he, a vanity he, he, cane. He looked like Marilyn Manson. He looked a little bit like Mar- Marilyn Manson. He had a cane with a skull on it. Do you something. know what his name oh, was? Vanity cane. Do you know That's what his awesome. name was? Vanity cane's good. It's good stuff. I like. I like it around Halloween. <laughs> That's um, what, it was a Conan, Conan. No, I was thinking of the Apollonia cane. No, but they had like a Conan O'Brien joke a long time ago where they had a. He was putting together a boy band and. He goes, Vanity Cane, I'll do one better. And he brought out a Vanity Respirator. <laughs> she needs one at this point. Because Jesus ain't treating her well. Um, Yeah, Nicolas Cage is in good shape. His son was weird. Nicolas Cage actually looked kind of gothy as well. He looked a little... He's got he's got a little bit of weird. I mean, he's he's a... I still hold out hope. That's why I brought this up. I still hold out hope that he can turn in some good performances. I still... He does a good performance every time he goes for a job. Because he convinces the person he's worth hiring. He does enough movies. He's bound to have a good one. His movies aren't exactly flops, Nick. I mean, The Wicker Man didn't do too hot, but his other movies do really well. National Treasure, for example. It doesn't matter how much money. It doesn't matter how much money he's made. It's his reputation that's been damaged. Oh, I know. But I'm saying that's why he gets hired. And his reputation with who? Us? Who gives a shit about us? Yes. The three of us. Fucking film nerds sitting around saying they don't like (laughs) Nicolas Cage. He gives a fucking shit. He's got. He owns a haunted house. A three million dollar haunted house. I go. I go back to my house. No ghosts in sight. What, if you owned a haunted house, wouldn't you share that with the public? That's the whole point of ghosts. If out was, of sight. If I was rich, hell no. I, I mean, wouldn't. come on. Of course you would. No, if I was rich, I'd buy a haunted house and I'd say no, no you, visitors allowed, no meal allowed either. You elitist bastard. I wouldn't even allow myself. Just like Nicolas Cage, he's got the perfect plan. Nicolas Cage is rich. He just has some sandwiches at the house, but doesn't stay there. See, I wouldn't eat a sandwich that's been overnight with a ghost. That's a lie. I'm that's serious. A, that's a, some scary food. You don't want like a ghost to like, what like, filter through your sandwich, see through its way through your sandwich. Yeah. Or I'm wondering if like, what if, what if they reassemble it, like they take it apart and reassemble it? How would I know if it's been ghost ghost assembled? Or what if he just leaves the the, the materials for the sandwiches? on the counter and when he comes in he's got a, a hoagie waiting for him you could have a haunted sandwich yeah he, <laughs> that would not be good yeah do you ever uh, that's what I like whenever you get a sandwich sitting out and a ghost sloughs its way through it and then the bread instantly turns to ghost toast he'd eat that and be demoted from Captain Corelli to Corporeal Corelli <laughs> <laughs> oh Poor, poor Nicholas Cage's son with the fucking the vanity fake, cane. fake irises. Did he have a vanity limp as well? He didn't. He didn't. You know that's a suicide waiting to happen. 
Oh, come on now. Is that, what are you talking about? Why would you say that? From the description. Just because he was in the Wicker Man, don't wish. No, 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 no not from sun. Cage. No, it's, yeah, the son. The, the 20-year-old goth bastard who walks around with a cane with a skull on it. I mean, granted, I wish I were that person. Just because he cuts himself doesn't mean he wants himself to. Actually, I wish I had a, a cane with a skull on it. That's badass. I got um, news for you. You probably can get one. Yeah, the wish might, that's a, one of your wishes that might be able to come For the true. right price, you can get a cane with a hotter on it. My, my good friend, Cane Hotter. I want a skull with a cane on it. Poor, poor Nicholas Cage. Poor us. Do you think... Christmas time, that kid limps around with a, a big candy cane. Did you, he's, he's a seasonal man. Seasonal skull with man. a beard on it, and then uh, sometimes switches up with a big plastic cane full of M and M's. You seen those at Christmas time, right? Mm-mm. Those are delicious. Pop the top plastic cane, gets to get at the M and M's inside. At Christmas time, he he um he leaves little skulls under the tree for Anton Lavey claws. <laughs> so they there's rumors that our shows jump the shark. Is that? <laughs> I'm not going there. Rumors of our de- de- demise have been greatly exaggerated. At least this is a good opening segment. You like this one? Yeah, the, the draw the people in. It's drawn me in because basically I'm trapped oh, in this like room. What I like is I like the when Nicholas rattling off the Nicholas Cage movies, and he's like, uh, "Well, he was in Leaving Las Vegas, sucked." You know, Nick. <laughs> you know, he was in Face Off, hated it, hated it. Yeah, but and the, then the Nick sad- is the National Treasure, pretty good. I didn't sad- say that. But the- Oh. I said, I, I like National Treasure. The sad part is you realize how many of his films you've seen in theaters post the good movies. Yeah. I don't know. I still like him a little bit. I, I He's very talented, and, and he was, I mean, like, raising Arizona and... Peggy Sue got married. He was crazy. I hate that. Peggy Sue. But he was crazy in that movie. that movie. You but gotta love him. He's fun it. to watch now because he's a walking embarrassment. You watch him in his <laughs> movie. You watch him in the movies, and you're like, oh my God, what the hell... What the fuck were you thinking doing this film? That's and how then, I feel when I see a lot of actors now, though. Oh, that's true. Like Bruce Willis. I can't stand him. Okay, can't stand I'm talking him. about someone who was good, though. You know he's been in some good movies. Cage was great. Willis was always crap. <laughs> Have you no. forgotten some Die Hard? He was not always crap. He's great in Moonlighting. Uh, he... <laughs> and Moonstruck for Nicolas Cage. Both very fantastic. Actually, I don't like Moonlighting that much, but, I, but Die Hard's great. Yes, Die Hard is good. Hostage is fun. That's about it. I can't remember. Can't remember other Bruce's I like. Yeah, Bruce Willis never really had uh, much going on outside of a couple. He's great things. in Pulp Fiction. Actually, he's one of my favorite. He might sure. be my favorite in that movie. Did he sing in no Hudson way. Hawk? He he sang a little bit. Right. He did that little number with Danny Aiello. Right. So he did sing in it. Then. Who was in Moonstruck? How about that. Danny Aiello. Aiello. Danny. How you say it? Aiello. Aiello. Danny Aiello. What's he been up to? <laughs> Wasn't he the last Don? He was. How about that? Yeah. Man. Not to be confused with The Godfather, even though it had the exact same font. And I know it was written by Puzo, but it was on TV. It had the same font as Godfather. Mm. Yeah. Well, of course. Danny, you know what's funny is like, Danny Aiello is one of those actors who hangs around with like like regular people, like mobster, you know, and, and mobster wannabes and all that. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone into like a pizza parlor or something and they've got a picture of them standing there with Danny Aiello. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, Danny Aiello is fine. He's been okay in some movies. 
But I couldn't fathom the idea of going through the effort to frame and hang a photograph with Danny Aiello. I've got one of those in my room. I do. Man likes his pizza. Yeah, but he's Danny Aiello. He's got that good, got that kind of cool voice, you know. Got that kind of cool, fat and gross face. <laughs> and it's, I think he's. Got, I think there's a Danny Aiello Jr. circulating. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's. There's. There's like an, a, a new, a new version. Friends so he with, wasn't the last Don. Friends he with, also has a cane. Yeah, friends with Cage is. Uh, want me to start rumors? Are they buddies? Dan Aiello. Yeah. It's funny because if you if you're in New Orleans, if you happen to be there, and really you should go, especially now, um, you'll hear the the wails of the ghosts as you walk past the house. Yeah, the the horrible caterwaul of the defeated men that spirits lurk in Nicolas Cage's lonely house. Yeah, you got to wonder why they're crying, why they're singing at night. Do you guys know? I, Nope. Do you know why the cage ghost sings? If that's not a cut, I don't know what is. What would what 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 would the ghost that Nicolas Cage owns be singing and crying about? Why are they always bitching though? How come these ghosts are always floating around haunting everything? I think it was a question I had in the SAT. If I remember right. <laughs> What's their problem? They exist in a three million dollar home that's all theirs. Yeah, but they can't pick up anything and look at it. So. And you gotta wonder, man. The, these ghosts, man. They, he, you know what he probably does. He he probably teases them. He probably leaves like, he probably has an Xbox 360 lying out, like plugged in and everything, and they can't use it. He's got like a bottle of nice fucking nice Margot wine. I wonder how old these ghosts are, though. Got Ooh, the cutting edge on like DVD. Two, three hundred years old, or like, what? What if you owned a house and you own the worst haunted house? The ghost is like three months old. Like the go, this guy died three months ago. Oh, it's like a like a newborn. Oh no, no, that's just flat out wrong. Wouldn't that be the worst haunted house? Like you owned a house and the ghost like died three months ago. That's the worst ghost. So it's just an experience in the ghost world. Did you say? <laughs> no, did you say an think. Xbox and wine? Oh man, that's fucking torture. <laughs> Torturing those poor ghosts. That would be a shitty ghost house. Well, oh, no, here's here's a, it's so shitty they're not they're alive still. You gotta let them age. He said he. I remember he, in the article he said he's he's eaten there before, and the the ghosts are outside and they look up. So they're like yard ghosts. He um, actually said that they look up. Put them to work. They look up at him. He said he's seen them. I probably think his hair. He said he's about six. Uh, he, it's funny. It's it's almost like sea monkeys, sort of. What he does. What he does is he he buys the house, but it it's a ghost starter kit. So what it is, he buys a house and there's a guy sitting in there and he locks him in and waits for years. Yeah. And eventually the guy, <laughs> he leaves the world. Yeah. He rots away. Waits years. And then he ghosts. And then, So, I mean, like, basically, it's like you could have your own custom ghost. That would be a fucking job. Set up people custom ghost houses. Look, I want two ghosts, a boy and a girl. I want them to be tormented. So... I'm going to leave them in the house with my cutting-edge DVD. <laughs> you get stuck with a ghost from the others. That yeah. would suck. So Nicolas Cage finds out he's the ghost? Is that what you're saying? Yes. That's bullshit. No ghost would appear next. Steve, that glint in your eye can only mean one thing. 
I don't want to talk about it. You've seen Mirrors. No, I did not. See, I did see Mirrors. I actually paid to see Mirrors. <clears throat> Sounds like a typical day for you. That's true. I saw it too. Oh, really? Handsomely made. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the movie? Yeah. Mirrors. Yeah, I saw Mirrors. Me and about five other people in the, the theater. Now, who was better in it? Barbara Streisand or um, Richard Dreyfus? So there were five of us in the theater. Okay. We all enjoyed it. It's a hell of a story. Indeed. It felt like it was four hours long, which is always a, a, a mark of a good film. How's Kiefer? Uh, he's pretty... He's pretty uh, actually, he's not too bad. I don't really like him much, and he needs to stick to TV, because he, okay. he, the guy cannot carry a film. No? No. Not much presence there, which surprised me. Like, how, how come 24 is so popular? It can't be because of him. It's not very good. Well, anyway... It is, I think it's... It's not necessarily because of him, but he people really like him on it. He's just kind of well in this film. Jack he's just, Bauer, he's just there. I heard he kind of plays Jack Bauer in this movie. Yeah, I disgraced Jack Bauer. Yeah. I think on the set of Scarface, that's what Michelle Pfeiffer did. Mm. <laughs> so, so you didn't now tell us the premise of this movie and tell us your review because I don't <laughs> think really anybody's not a whole lot of people went to this film. I don't know why. And it's a remake of a film that of, Into uh, the Mirrors. Is that what's called? Yeah. So you've done a little research? A little bit, yeah. Okay, I actually so did research while I was in the film. That's how exciting this film was. <laughs> well, reflect on it. Let me tell you, he plays a disgraced cop. He gets kicked off the force for shooting his partner. Right. They, does, don't, they don't really ever explain why he shot his partner. Does the, does the partner live or die? The partner's gone. Okay. The partner, however, does, does is not... Does he have to give his lightsaber back? He does. <laughs> Which is the real travesty. So he gets a nighttime job as a security guard at a, um, a burned-down... Luxury department store. Okay. Because need, they need guards in burned down stores. You're right. So it doesn't really make much sense, but they try to explain it by saying the owners of the department store want security there because they're still trying to get their insurance to pay for it. So it's tied up in legal battles or something. Okay. Nonsense like that. The last thing they want is somebody to, to, to desecrate a burned down building. They're going to break in and steal the ash. Come in here and rebuild it. Fuck. But it turns out that the department store used to be. An insane asylum back in the day. So, that's where the ghosts come from. One of the laughing matter. I had an uncle that was stationed <laughs> at Gimbel's. The security guard who Kiefer Sutherland ended up replacing gets murdered at the beginning. Gets his throat slashed apart. Okay. And one of one of two gory scenes in the film. The other and, one being the bathroom scene. Yeah, with Amy Smart, which is yeah. not not bad. Yeah, but it's. I like Amy Smart, though. I don't want to see her, her rip She gets naked open. in almost every film. And she gets naked in this. So she's it's, got great little elf tits. Yep. You get to see them in this all from the side, but it's not bad. So she's naked and then they kill, they dispatch her right away? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's better than that. She doesn't need... She, she gets naked. More. You get to see her side boobs. She's not Amy Smart. You see her side boobs and then her jaw gets ripped apart. Yeah. By herself? She rips it herself? Yeah. The ghost yeah. in the mirror makes her rip it. Yeah. Her reflection How does in the that mirror. kill you? Because it just hurt you. No, it kills her. It, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. She gets from mouth and off. The ghost in the mirror like grabs its reflective jaw and pulls on it. So the real Amy Smart in the tub, who's just lying there relaxing, trying to rub herself, decides she's going to rip her own jaw off. Sure. So she does it, and it's pretty graphic, but it's, it's not bad. Does she, does she, after she rips her jaw off, does she go, ow, and she like kind of runs around a little bit, or does she just they cut away as soon as they show you ripped jaw? No, she's out of town. Once the jaw comes off, she's done. That doesn't that she want sinks, to kill you. She sinks beneath the uh, the waves of the tub. Ah, okay. But she's Kiefer Sutherland's 
sister, which yeah. they repeatedly let the audience know so that you know that there's no sexual tension there, which would have been a better film if there were sexual tension. Well, he's got a wife in the movie, right? He's got an estranged, estranged wife. And a son. Two kids. Who plays the wife? I don't know her name. They're all no names. To me, they're all no names. Okay. So, I mean, so that's, that's about it, really. The premise, so the premise set up that the place is haunted with ghost mirror ghosts? Yeah, the ghosts are the people from the insane asylum. So if they kill Amy Smart, ago. though, they must get out of the department store. Yeah, it not really, doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. Nope. They don't get out of the department store. So she, is she taking a bath in the department store? Nope, she's taking a bath in her own apartment. All right. All right. They just go on like a little trip. Why didn't they get Mira Servino in this? <laughs> Would have made a lot of sense, really. I agree. Or Paul. So out of um, this is a, this is not a good film, sir. Did you did you enjoy it at all? No, not not really, not really. The scares were crap. Yeah. Although the music was uh, by uh, Navarrete. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the the main theme was good, but everything else was typical modern horror crap. Nonsense. By the man who did um, the remake of The Hills Have Eyes and Ajax Tension. What's his his name? Is it Aja? Alexander Aha? Aha. Kind of. Whatever. Kind of been. um, This film's bullshit. He's been. He he was the toast of Chud a little bit, this man. For what? For 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 burning bread. For The Hills Hills Have Eyes, I think. People really liked it. I think it was for High Tension originally. I know Devin liked both of those movies. That's too bad. Yeah, well, both this, those movies aren't that great. Yeah, well, Hills Have Eyes is okay at times. I saw the movie. I saw the Hills Have Eyes with Nick. No, you didn't. He uh, <laughs> he took he took a phone call f- fifteen minutes into the film and never returned. But this is a potentially in, creepy. In retrospect, I won. It's not a bad idea for the film from Mirrors. Yeah. It's, it's a fairly creepy thing. But they didn't know how to execute. It. What do the ghosts look like? You don't see them really. This is a stupid movie. All right, let's. Since well, what you do is you, you you see when he looks in the mirror, he does see um, what happened back in the day. Like you see somebody burning in the background, but the ghosts themselves, you don't really see them much. Tell us the ending because we we never promised that we're not I a spoiler show. So uh, I'll tell you the ending here. Yeah. So Kiefer Sutherland, what it is is the ghost is one. Ghost has killed all the victims back in the old days, right? Back in I think fifty two. Is when the insane asylum originally was shut down. Sure. So it killed all the victims, but one escaped. And that one lady is a nun. So Kiefer Sutherland has to go find the lady because the, the house is driving him mad. Yep. He tells, it tells Kiefer Sutherland, you have to go find this person. So he finally tracks her down with the help from Jason Fleming, who he plays uh, one of the cops. Anyway, he, The guy from Lockstock? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like him. What kind of an accent does he employ? Uh, uh, pseudo-American accent. Oh, goodness. Pseudo-New York accent. How is he in accent. that? Is he good? I always like him. He's pointless. He's in it for about two minutes. I wish he'd get rid of the cold. So he ends up tracking this lady down, and she's a nun. Yeah. And she turns out that she was possessed by this demon, which is the origin of all the ghostly activities. And one of the one of the uh, the doctors had locked her in a a room in the the basement of the asylum, full of mirrors, for about two days. And it finally escaped her and got into the mirrors. Mm. Of course. As ghosts are known to do. That's true. Because they get fed up with the 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 body and all. So they, they just said, let's, let's piss on out this body and go into the mirrors. So he ends up taking her back there. For some unknown reason, she's like, okay, I'll go back with you, even though I know it's going to possess me again. Mm-hmm. So he takes her back there. Sure enough, the demon possesses her again. So she goes nuts and tries to kill Kiefer Sutherland. He ends up impaling her on a steam pipe. Of course she does. And then everything explodes, and the building collapses. Inside it collapses, but the outside structure is still there. 
So he gets out, walks outside the building. It's all daylight. And he's like, oh, I survived and everything. He's walking around the people. The cops are there. And he notices on the police cars that police is written backwards. And somebody's name tag, their name is spelled backwards, like as if you'd look at it in the mirror. Mm. And he realizes, I never got out. I'm he's, still trapped in the mirror. He's in the mirror. Is there any jokes in the movie about, oh, like like somebody, the ghost kills somebody and goes, seven years of bad luck for you. They do mention the seven years of bad luck shit. Did, oh did anybody at the end of the movie, even though he's trapped in the mirror, did the um, the people that hire him come and go, good job. Nope. Glad we hired you. Nope. In retrospect, maybe we don't need a guard for a burned up building. <laughs> in retrospect, I shouldn't have seen this film. Uh, that doesn't. That sounds abysmal. Sounds great. The first trailer for it was pretty good. They, they I knew it was going to be bad because they stressed the gore early on in yeah. the promotion. There are only two. There are, there's only two really gory scenes. It's the, it also the beginning. was bad because Keeper Sutherland's their number one choice. That is true. Well, the scene at the beginning where the guy gets his throat cuts pretty, pretty, pretty graphic. Good. Yeah, but it. The camera lingers on it. It's wanting you to know it's extremely graphic. Yeah. And it is, but the Amy Smart kill's better. And it's longer, and, and then you get to see her again when the, when Jason Fleming comes in to look at the body. He pulls her head out of the water. And slowly pulls her head out of the water. It's they... just, it's just it's like the only creepy scene in the film. Because you know what she looks like, but he pulls it out slowly. Mm. Everything else in the film happens too fast, and it, it takes you out of the, the I heard stare. there's a giant cameo in the movie. Like a huge star has like a tiny cameo in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? A huge star? Yeah, like there's like, isn't there like a scene where like, it's like, it takes you out of the movie almost. Uh, who would that be? This, where Casey Shamasco walks by. <laughs> that explains my blackout. <laughs> He's visiting Kiefer on the set and they're like, oh my God, this is like when Charlie Sheen came to Young Guns. We need to throw your shit in here. <laughs> I wish they had. And then Kiefer Sutherland got drunk and jumped into a Christmas tree. Julian Glover's in this. <laughs> the unrecognizable Julian Glover. The Jul- un- set, un- unbookable Who? Julian, Julian Glover. Julian Glover. He's the, the villain from Raiders of the Lost Ark 3. Last Crusade. <laughs> Wait, is he the guy like in the Chocolate War and stuff? The who? Or is that John Glover? I think it's John That's Glover. John Glover. Who's Julian Glover? He was in He's Empire hard. Strikes Back. Steve's acting like he matters. Yes, he, he was the bad guy in For Your Eyes Only. He's a horrible, boring Brit. He's a British actor. He's horrible. But in this, he plays an American uh, far redneck farmer. Okay. Plays a mirror salesman. He play. <laughs> Did not recognize him. Because that place had a lot of mirrors, isn't it? A lot yeah. of people suffer from paint of glass. Hey, let me let me ask let me ask you this. They they you said that it was in an insane asylum. When you said that, I assumed that the monsters, the demons, and the mirrors were the insane people from the insane asylum, but you're saying that they weren't. They, the insane asylum contents, the people, the patients got killed by the demon, right? Yeah. It, it was, was just a regular asylum, but then when the demon showed up, it became an insane asylum. Supposedly, the the nun, as yeah. a little girl, she, I think she was 12, was possessed by this demon, so they threw her into the insane asylum. And then she, she kind of uh, once the demon get, it. Once the demon got out of her, it killed everybody in the insane asylum, but she escaped. Tired of nuns fucking it up for everybody. It's true. And then they made a target on it. Especially baby nuns. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds really good. It's really great. The you sequel the sequel it. is gonna be fucking awesome. Countertops. <laughs> well you said that it's not just mirrors that the monsters inhabit, right? No, it also inhabits water. Like your reflection <laughs> in water. Yeah. Like it breaks its own rule in the film. Supposedly it's like it this thing it can only the 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 ghost can only inhabit a, a true mirror, is what they say. 
But then it shows up Can in you water. be hurt by the ghost if you can't see it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? In this film, you can. It inhabits water. Okay. It inhabits reflection on doorknobs. How, how the ghost gets beat is it can't swim. <laughs> fucking drown. So what What are the last, Kiefer's last words whenever he's in the mirror? When he's uh, I think no. Through the looking I think glass, he just so knows. to speak. He, he's like, do you guys do direct deposit? Actually, he didn't have any last words. He just, wa- he just wanders around. Can you around have my money transferred to this Christmas tree? And then he realizes, and then he, he like puts his imprint of, of his hand against a, a, a glass in like one of the diners. Yeah. From inside the diner, you can see the handprint, but not him. Oh, okay. You can't see his own reflection. That'd be great if it was just like him walking off, going, God. God and then Nicolas Cage it. buys the diner. <laughs> he walks by. That lets no one come he in. He walks and by and says, Holy shit, I need to own this, but I can't sleep here. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, though, if, if, it, if it did, they did there in the movie like that, just like four minutes him just mad, kicking the dirt? God damn it. What? Really? Kiefer oh. or Nicholas Cage? Kick, both. <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer's just kicking the dirt, pissed off that he's a ghost in the mirror. Yeah, he's just mad about it. Turn of, turn of, the unfortunate turn of events. It's like, first my sister, now I'm trapped in the mirror. And he wants to make God. the world a better place. And he takes a look at himself and he starts to make a change. Turned up the collar on. My let me, favorite let me winter cold. The film, I know the words. The film had to have been four hours long. It was long and drawn out and great. You have to see it. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about the people that turned down the, the Kiefer's role before Keith, Kiefer died. Okay. Gary Busey. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, John Hurd offered the part. Marg Helgenberger. <laughs> True. Costas Mandalore. Adrian Pazdar. Michael Gambon. Michael Beach. Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Lloyd Bridges. He, would he uh, audition for the part of the ghosts? Zelda Rubenstein. Maybe the, maybe the mirrors. Dunstan of Dunstan checks in. <laughs> um. Lisa Zane. <laughs> they didn't even go to Billy. Had to bypass him. We almost had Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez. Damn it, that would have been fucking it, huge. He's like, no, I need to play a soldier. Sound like Kiefer done in the movie. What? Damn it. <laughs> fucking <laughs> trapped in a mirror for eternity. Jeez. You know, then let's talk about who was up for the role of mirror ghost, actual mirror ghost. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Act- okay. They actually had an actual mirror ghost. Damn it. You sound like a Kiefer done in the movie. <laughs> Jeffrey Lewis. <laughs> he was up for one of the mirrors. Jeffrey Lewis? Yeah. There's an audition tape of him out there. Yeah, is that Juliet Lewis's dad? Yeah. Jowls Lewis. I like Jeffrey Lewis. I he is was it, quite good in Way of the Gun. He's a Clint Eastwood stalwart. Who do you play in Sam's Lot? The man. Yeah, one of he's the one guys. In the wheelchair. He's the one in the rocking chair. After he's been turned, he's sitting in the rocking chair, and he goes into the room. He's sitting there waiting. Oh. He was the Undertaker, wasn't he? Or the like Undertaker or Handyman or some shit. Or whatever he was. The, the Gravedigger. That's a damn shame. That but he was in like a million Clint Eastwood films back in the day. Yeah, I always liked him. Yep. And he produced Juliet Lewis. I, I think there's a happy... That's kind of a happy ending to Mirror's though. Because what if Kiefer is a nice ghost in the mirror? 
Mm. True. What will happen is somebody will be like, he'll like somebody will be sitting in the diner and he'll help them with their crosswords, or he'll he'll he'll, t- he'll, he'll make a little bump in the night that reminds the waitress that their coffee's low. Just yeah. innocent ghost things at the diner. Or he tries to steal the tips. So he wasn't a diner then. I think so. Okay. I don't think it was a diner, but I'm gonna go along with your ploy because I was at the I was at the drive-in and I was seeing a movie and Mirrors was right at the next screen, so I'd glance over there every once in a while. Hey, he puts his imprint, and I think it is a diner. I think it is. That's a hard imprint to get off. Was I thought it was a department store or something. No, he, the film was set in the department store. Or the burned down department store. So what do you do to get that imprint off the inside of the mirror? Do you, do you take it like a bottle of Windex and then spray it away from the mirror? Well, let me tell you something here. Having you seen clean the film. It the cowboy way. In the film, Sutherland, when he's inside the haunted place for the first time, Comes up to the, the gigantic, you know to the gigantic yeah, that's when he mirror. Julia Roberts. He sees the gigantic mirror, and there's a hemp, uh, hemp print. <laughs> <laughs> there's a handprint on the mirror, so he tries to wipe it off, but he can't wipe it off because the the hemp print is the, from inside. So the film's a tragedy. So they get yeah. they get the he gets a bottle of Windex and steps up to the mirror, turns around, and sprays it away. Yeah, whenever he shoots, pantomimes shoot, a walk. Then it he gets off. fed up with it later on. Shoots the mirror. Oh, he does. And, and holes appear, but then they they. The mirror fixes itself. So he's a good security guard. <laughs> he shot the mirror? He shoots it, it a couple of times. But the, yeah, but the mirror says, fuck this, I'm healing myself. It had like a plus eight healing. So it, Does he say something like, I think I'm going crazy? Like he has that kind of like... Oh yeah, he does say that actually. So how does he, does he talk like that still? Like he, the Jack and he got the, yes, Then he got he, the film job. He's, key, he's, he's got the Kiefer Sutherland voice. I can't believe I shot my partner and now I'm a security Why won't you guard. believe me? Why won't you believe me? I can't believe you posted that YouTube video of me jumping into the Christmas tree. <laughs> Watch this. I'm gonna lean up against the mirror and give him a, 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 my imprint, my whole body, even my little nubbin. Can you imagine this shit? He's filling out the report the next day. Why? Why? Why are you three bullets short? And why did you fire your weapon? I shot it. Well, the mirror was pissing me off. So why I won't shot you believe it me? And it healed, Mr. Sutherland, because that's his character's name. <laughs> it is. Oh, you shot your partner here. Have, here's a gun. So they still give him a gun. They do actually. Start shooting mirrors. Yeah, so this, a better name for this movie would have been Kiefer Madness. <laughs> yeah. Well, see if it, I think the uh, Chud listening. Um, do we have listeners still? Yeah. Hell, fuck yeah, shit. I think Danny Aiello. Um, they appreciate that you going to take your time out of your your schedule because you don't you see these movies on the road during the day. Yeah. And so you go to see you went and saw mirrors and you what are some of the other films that Death Race. Okay. Seen that myself. You're so welcome. You, but you saw this another break, right? Yeah, not in the same day. Okay. You're just what Justin's saying is you're so important that you can't come to all the podcasts. But no, I, I think it's I think it's a you're providing a service because a lot of I'm not even kidding because I'm, I'm getting a little misty eyed. Excuse me. Clear but, throat. Uh, no, but you, you're seeing movies that even I don't know I don't know how Nick didn't go see Mirrors though. Seems like a movie you go. Usually see. that's a movie I'd see with you. But you guys both saw Death Race. Hell yeah. I didn't see it. Separate. But I, don't, I don't go see films for him anymore. He doesn't. Mm-mm. Grown apart, gentlemen. What's happening? Lovers we're each We're each shooting our own mirrors in a way. <laughs> Mine's a lover's PNG. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys think of Death Race? I won't speak. It's fast. It's a quick movie. It's dumb as fuck. It is extremely dumb. And Joan Allen's got a potty mouth in it. Okay. It's a movie by... Paul White Screen Anderson. Yeah. 
and his movies usually are dumb. He's widescreen innocent, but his movies get panned and scanned. <laughs> but he does. He's not known for making the smartest films. No, he, he's kind of a. He doesn't seem to care much about the audience reaction, like critics' reaction. He just likes being British and banging, bang, banging Mila, Mia, Mila Jovovich. Are they still together? Yes. I don't think so. Yes, they are. They have kiddo on the way or here. Did his nickname the franchise starter? Sometimes didn't I hear that? I think or you're thinking of Denim Elliott. I'm making this shit up. He he started the Resident Evil franchise, but what other franchise would he have started? Alien Predator. Uh, I guess you're right. Newsflash: those those aren't. But it is a fr- I guess. Yeah, the- but it seems like I, someone told me that. Of course, I, I always make shit up anyway. But <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I heard that. That Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he's not. Go. Yeah, he's not successful with the critics, but he seems to do okay at the box office. But Death Race doesn't, doesn't do too and, well. And his best movie is half good. His very Event best Horizon. movie is half good. His second film. Yeah, Event Horizon. I think it's the second film. Yeah, did Mortal Kombat. I think yeah, that was before. Or maybe it's, Resident Evil, wasn't it? it? Had to be before that horrible Resident Evil. I guess it's the no, third. It is it Mortal Kombat before yeah. Event Horizon? So that's his third because he did this movie called Shopping. I think before that with Jude Law. Okay. <sighs> He he gets okay cast in this movie. He hasn't made a good movie, a hundred percent good movie. I, I like Event Horizon. I like it too, but but it, it hints at too much greatness. I'd really. say it was a good movie. No, the first half is great. It's good until you realize what it doesn't have, like what it could right. have been. Yeah, because the I've last got, half I've got complete... here the original script that's like really supposedly amazing, and the last half is complete silliness. I bought the director's cut, but I haven't watched it yet. But the director's I, cut. There's a director's cut that yeah, came but, out last year, okay. two years ago. Wasn't there a lot of stuff that was in Fangoria that never made? Yeah, it there's into a the lot film? of gore he, that they cut out. Well, we, I think we've talked about this. They, yeah, people said so. people said that there was for a while there was rumors that he there was a cut that was like spectacular, but he said that it didn't really exist. He said he liked the cut that came out in theaters. It, I it, like the cut that came out in theaters. So I like any cut that has less close-ups of Larry Fishburne's face. <sighs> yeah, because it's amazing. Yeah. So we should probably get back to Death Race. Yes. Well, no. it keeps his track record going. It's still not a good movie. It's not good. But you guys enjoyed it, sort of. Um, there's a good, I, I like the kills. There's a few good kills. There Otherwise, are a few it's good asshole. Kills. I like Statham, though. I watch just about anything he's in. I like him despite his efforts to not be a good actor. Oh, no, he's not good at all, but he's a, he's a presence. He's, he's, he's in fucking massive shape, though. Yeah, he is. He takes his shirt off in every film to show you. He, like, trains at, a, like, a carnival. That's how this is, like, his regiment. He goes to a carnival and trains. That's what he does. I'm not kidding. It's like some crazy workout where he's like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking walk the tightrope and then I'm going to bench press an elephant. Like he, no, he goes does, to the fucking carnival to train. It's basically, it's a, it's, he lives on a regiment of funnel cakes is what you're saying. He's the modern day Captain Kirk. He loses his shirt every five minutes. He's ripped. He's ripped and ready for Kirk. But so he's ripped in this movie, but you... But he said he lost 20 pounds. He was the lightest he's ever been. Yeah, well, that's because of the carnival regimen. He said he was getting a little doughy, so he did. He went to the carnival, and so he they st- call him now. They call him Jason State Fair. He's, he, <laughs> he stopped eating. Uh, he stopped eating or uh, drinking a lot. He said he still has to drink, but he stopped drinking as much. I don't think that man's probably ever been doughy though. No, he's always looked ripped and ready for Kirk. But now he's super ripped. Anyway, yeah, he. Uh, the, the, it's a dumb fucking movie. It's so dumb. How about the soundtrack? What the hell was up with that? I don't remember it. Awful. Was it bad? It was not good. But you said some of the effects were good too, or no? No, no. It's just gory. There's like people getting. I mean, it's like but it's, so it's mean. Gory, it's but like it's so, not R. The violence right? is so. It's it is. Is R. it radar? Yeah, they say fuck and all that too. Oh, it was it, too much. Actually, it reminded me way too much of the uh, Condemned. 
And that one with uh, Steve, the, the wrestler Steve Fuck Austin. Fuck you. Why would you see that movie? It's the same movie. Why would you have known? I saw the film. God damn Steven. it. Fuck <laughs> off. Steve There's a reason why movies together. Condemned. Holy. No, it is because everybody logs on to the, to the website and condemn to watch these guys battle to the death. It's the same thing as Death Race. The same Except movie. they don't race. Which is it's nothing at all like the original Death See, Race. See, I thought Death Race was going to be futuristic, but it's not. Yeah, the original was. But yeah, yeah. no, tell, tell us how it compares to the original. Well, the original's not any characters good either. The character has the same No, the name. original's got some stuff The original's going on. very hampered by budget and all that, but it's fun. And it's, it's fun, yeah. but it's and like... It was, a, a, it was a trendsetter at the time. This film is a sequel to it, though. This, this is a it's sequel, a sequel? To it. Yes. What? It is a sequel, because at the beginning is Carradine playing his same character, Frankenstein. Oh, I got there late. Oh, well, Frank, he's playing Frankenstein, and plus they reference the fact... Because it was Death Race 2000. Right. Yeah. So, wait, and they're, they're talking about, oh, eight years ago, Frankenstein was the best thing ever. Yeah, but that was post-apocalyptic, wasn't it? Yes. This, yeah. I'm going to stop this film from not making sense. I don't sense. know. It, this takes, kind of. I mean, yeah, I it, mean, was, it wasn't. they didn't yeah, have enough money for it post-apocalyptic. Like, it was at least a Running Man-esque reality. Yeah. You know, but well, this, anyway. like, he's just a regular dude. They referenced the previous film twice. So, was it cool to see Carradine? We don't see him. It's only his voice. Oh. What? It's only his voice. Because they could have put him in that costume. I mean, you can't even have to. They well, he has the matter. costume with the mask, right? It's, it's the yeah the mask because Statham or Statham ends up wearing the same mask. Yeah, they to hire keep the legend to be, alive. He he basically gets unjustly imprisoned because he's a good driver. So fucking stupid. But it is Carradine. He's his voice at the beginning. He plays. Unfortunately, the, it's Robert Carradine. Well, I guess he's not the original Frankenstein because the first the original film says like there was like six or seven Frankenstein's for Carradine. So, the hell with you. We got we no we got I gotta watch it actually because I because you guys are kind of although you're saying you're saying don't I'll see it with you I'll see it again it has you will n- go again fuck yeah it has yeah. none of the charm of the original though. it's um well Stallone t- was a really great part in that first one yeah. I think and he's not and they and plus they, they have they Tyrese plays Stallone's yeah, character Machine so it's Gun not Joe. a sequel Jesus Christ it's not a sequel well I'm doesn't just telling Machine you. Gun Joe get tenderized in the original. I'm just telling you what the Stallone film says. Yeah, so Machine Gun Joe is Tyrese Gibson. Then why does the film keep referencing the the past? Eight years ago, he was great, and he beat Machine well, I mean, Gun no, Joe. Well, I mean, like, well, they that. want to build up the uh, the uh, the uh, Frankenstein as an icon, but I think that's it. But but anyway, yeah, it's so great because Jason Statham's the guy who goes home to his wife, and uh, some masked asshole kills his wife and frames him. Yeah, and then Fugitive. he's in prison, and Joan Allen hires make basically. All this shit just to get him to replace the dead Frank. So basically, and then Joan Allen, Joan Allen's the one who had his wife killed prior. Is that well, what yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And it's very, it's a, it's so, it's it's fun because it's re- they really go go out of the way to, to make it a big mystery. Yeah, but it's so it's so fucking stupid. Is uh and how's uh Al swearing swearing horrible? Horrible. There's no way it's bad. I mean, yeah, and all I he love does, him. He, I know I like him too, but all he's there, he doesn't have any char- charisma, charisma in the film, mm-hmm. charisma. All he's there for is to be an old-timer. He okay. doesn't have any interesting dialogue. His character doesn't really do much. He's just kind of a... It's a paycheck. It's Anybody totally else? Um, well, Tyrese... Um, there's a couple of like slightly familiar people who play other drivers like that. There's that Hispanic guy who's like in like the, like everything. He's in Nip Tuck and The Shield and all that. Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Um, I don't forget who... The kid. Who plays the, the kid now? I have no clue. The girl's cute. She's generic. Navigator, the kills are so mean spirited though. There's like it's like, it's like I mean I know it's death race and all that, but it's like it's like so gratuitous and so like mean. It's almost like you know how like in Toxic Avenger where the kid kid yeah. gets his head run over. It's stuff that you, makes but, you feel bad yeah, a little bit when you watch it. And it's CG assisted, so it doesn't have really any kind of semblance of reality. It's 
It's just like man, it's like it's been weird if you're saying this about it. There's so you, many movies where people get hit by cars unexpectedly now. You know, like yeah. where like a bus comes out of nowhere and smashes them. It's happened like five or six movies. It, it, you you just enjoy it for the quick visceral you know result, but it's it's really bad. Didn't it seem like it was set up for a video game? Every time they would kept passing over. Well, yeah, the, the sword and the shield. Part. Well, I mean that was intentional. That was definitely. I mean Paul Tom Paul Widescreen Anderson is totally like a. <laughs> he's married to that shit. Who do you like better, Widescreen or? G. Yeah, I like. I think I like Paul Thomas Anderson. You like better. Paul Thomas? Yeah. And there, that's a that's a really controversial question. Sometimes I mean sometimes my I don't people, I don't, I don't my, even think Paul W. Sanderson would say he likes himself more. How I'm about, just wondering. Mia Jovovich P- likes Paul Thomas Anderson more. How about P. T. Anderson? Are you thinking of P. T. Barnum, Jason's uh, no. workout coach? Because <laughs> the carnival. Works out. Does, he does chin-ups on the Ferris wheel. Does he just pick a carnival, or does he have one that he goes to all the time? You know the teacups? No. He spins them himself. That's how yep. he does the workout. I'm not kidding. He goes to the carnival and does the acrobatics and aerobics and washes elephant poop Are you sure tarmac. you didn't read that Art Carney's a spotter? <laughs> no. So uh, this, this movie's slightly recommended, more so than Mirrors. It's bad. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, got to be better than Mirrors. Much better than Mirrors. Not doing that well at the box office, though. Tropic Thunder is though. It's doing well. I mean, it's not making. It's not going to be a giant hit, but it's no, but it's well. it's got to be seen as um, a success just because it was like number one three weeks in a row. Speaking of number one, Robert Carradine, number one with a bullet. Is Robert Billy, Carradine the guy in Revenge of the Nerds? Yes, Billy D. Williams and, and Robert Carradine. What a what an amazing cast. That, those were your stars. <laughs> I watched the movie like thirty times. Robert Carradine is doing. He's like probably he's probably a professor at some college or something. You know. Uh, actually, Robert Carradine is still vital in this. Like film. Peter he Weller. is not working. Like Peter Weller teaching class. Peter Weller juggles though. He teaches class and is in, and stuff. Actually, I, it's funny because I was at Target the other day, and Robert Carradine was working. Was he? And I was really surprised how good he was at doing this, the inventory and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll tell you, Carradine stock well. Fucking Dean Threat. Stockwell joke. And we are back in. Barbara back in. Little James Brown. What's going on there, shit, Pete? Little Buster Brown. Um, First of all, if you guys didn't know, like I said, you remember I was kind of perusing the internet today and I found the Nicolas Cage story. also found a very, that today's a special day. Devoff is a special man. But yeah, did you know today's a very special day? Why? Today is one Charles Sheen's birthday. That was my address in high school. One Charles Sheen? Yeah. <laughs> he is 43 years old today. So I thought maybe we could celebrate real quickly. It's not what I was stopping the show for. I have another thing to tell you. Do about. we have a little drink for him then? Today's Chuck Sheen's birthday. Let's Should do a little toast. Little, a little toast. Here's to, a, to old Charlie business. Little yeah. Chuck Sheen. Actually, Charlie Business would have been Bronson, right? What's your favorite Char- Charlie Sheen role? It's, be, it's funny you would say that, that you would say, what's my favorite Charlie Sheen role? Yeah. I like the uh, the rye. And uh, I had a little toast this morning. That's the one he comes back and he, uh, he's a ghost and drives a car around? No. The rye? <laughs> my favorite Charlie Sheen role? Are you, are you ser- my favorite serious role? Yeah. It's probably Wall Street. My favorite funny role, yeah, is probably Terminal Velocity, or the or the Arrival. Those are fun, but my favorite 
is it been being John Malkovich? He's very he's very good in that. But I love him in it. He's very good. But Noah, he's not being enough Charlie Sheen for my for for that to make number one for me. No, he is being so Charlie Sheen in the arrival but, uh, of Terminal Velocity. No, no two and a half men love at all. I don't watch it. I thought it was a huge hit. He's like it's, the, that's you, Dark Horizons. You've got John Cryer in it. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of uh, the big hit for both of them. For yeah. kind of watching. He's actually bad. Charlie Sheen's the highest paid uh, actor. Yep. In it's not Gabriel. bad. It's not bad. Right, what the parent? fuck? Don't even fuck it. What the fuck? <laughs> you watch that shit for? I've seen like an episode. You are a fucking. I've You're seen, a sellout, motherfucking. I have seen an episode. Prick ass. Yes. Oh fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck, fuck, man. What else do you watch? <laughs> tell me what your fucking nightly regimen of TV is nightly like. Nightly, let me let me tell you. What's something. a What's going? What's Stephen Collins up to? <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, not doing Star Trek: The Motion Picture anymore. God tell you damn that. it! You watch Two and a Half Men. I have seen an episode. Charlie Sheen's like, if you're a real fan of mine, please don't watch what, this. Just know that it's keeping me. What episode does he not get? God. Charlie Show is a uh, Charlie Sheen is is a uh, Charlie Show. Charlie Show. He doesn't work in movies anymore. He was in this. He was kind of funny as the scary movie three or he whatever the hell yeah. he was in. Yeah. But uh, he, he doesn't really get to be in movies anymore because at one point he was the hottest thing in movies. Old Navy Charles Seals. Sheen. How about Navy Seals then? <laughs> that was one of the first roles. Yeah. I mean, he he did not parlay that into longevity in Hollywood. He, he did okay for a while, but he just got he just got into the drugs and the women. Uh, I guess my favorite. Serious role for Swimming him. and women. The the chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he made some hits. What's let's talk about that? Chuck's... I, no, first, before, let's talk about Chuck a little bit. All right, that's fun. I love him more than life. I know you love him. I love him so much. Even, even, when, even when he became a, a Jesus freak, he was still Charlie Sheen. Because mm-hmm. he went through that phase after his bad days where he kind of renounced his evil doing. And I think he's, he, he's also the reason why a lot of us know about the guinea pig films. That's, that's true. He's also... I mean... He's also done a great job of 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 um, being a total dick to like starlets, Christy Swanson, Denise Richards, Emilio Estevez. Like totally, like just ripped ripped things in it. Great in Platoon. Pretty good. Excuse me. I want to call him great. No, I, he is great in that. Maybe you I got found a it, in it way down here in the mud. He's great in Two and a Half Men. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's great in an episode of Two and a Half. That's Men. a sequel to a. Cop and a half. He's great in Scary Movie 3. I mean, like, let's go up the line with Chuck <laughs> Sheen, though. I mean, like, The Wraith, hell yeah. Three for the road, let's not get too excited. Great in Ferris Bueller, the only good thing about that movie. That's, that's Jennifer Grey was in that, too, right? Yep. Pre-nose job. Pre-ruining her good. What else? What talks about some more Charles. Major League. Great. Oh, I was great in Major League. Great yeah. in Major League. I look like a banker in this. Um, great in... Um, the Arrival. Great in The Arrival. Wall Street, do you say it? Great in Wall Street. Um, fucking Charlie Sheen. Navy Seals was not a very good movie. <sighs> What's the movie with Clint Eastwood? It's horrible. The Rookie's fun. I haven't seen it forever. It's a bad right? movie, but he's funny as shit in that doesn't, movie. Doesn't Sonya, is it Sonya Braga like rapes? No, it's uh, is, is it Sonya Braga? She rapes Eastwood in it. Eastwood. Yeah. yeah. He's tied to a chair. Yeah. yeah. And Raul Julia. It's in her face. Yeah, that was when he was alive. Indeed. God, I haven't seen it. Is it even on DVD? Yeah. Although I've never seen the film. I think I used to have it. I've never seen the film. I just remember hearing everything about it. It's not a very good... It's not a very... I've seen it. Me and my friend Brian used to quote that movie. Like, we used to make these mixtapes of quotes from movies, and we had a lot of rookie quotes. I have to check it out. He walks into a room. He's pissed off. He's like... He has these, like, these outbursts. Charlie Sheen, when he has outbursts, is fucking hilarious. Because they're so, like... it's You can't take him seriously. It's Charlie Sheen having an outburst. And he walks into, like, a boardroom because his dad is... I think his... Is dad Martin Sheen in this too? I don't even fucking know, but he walks into a board like a, a boardroom, 
and he's like, get out. And nobody gets up. He goes, what? You want me to fax it to you? Let's go. And he like gets all <laughs> fucking pissed off. Great. He was good in uh, Money. Is it Money Train? No. Money that's train. Woody Harrelson. No, it's not that. Then. It's uh, oh, shit. The one he did with... Eh, I fucking forgot it. The Wraith? No. <laughs> the Money Wraith? No. It's, it's, it's the, uh, the comedy he did in the, I think, early 90s, mid 90s. Oh, with Men at Work? Chris Tucker? Yes. Money Talks. Money, Money Talks, talks. Yeah. Men at Work was kind of a fun movie. Maligned at the time, but fun. I never saw it. Keith David. When you get Keith David and Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen together, it's pretty much like having the Marx Brothers. God, there's a movie I just thought of as tip of my brain, and I can't think of it now. He was in that movie with Estevez with the Porn Kings. Yeah, rated X. It looks so ridiculous. It's like, not that great, but it's not horrible. How about the, uh, the guys who discovered they just Marilyn look so Lopez Lopez Brothers, so bad in it. Yeah, Brothers. they're bald, both bald and. They look so terrible. On it. Young yeah. Guns, not a good one. Young pretty guns, pretty yeah. fun. He gets killed right away. In Young yeah, guns. well, yeah, he's he's the first to go, but he wasn't supposed to be in the movie. He used to come. He used to come on set. I think oh, they used to have like. Yes, he did. They he used to come on set. I think to play categories. They used to have like. Yes, these, he did. What was he filming at the time? Then he just wandered on set. I don't remember. He was at the top of his game. He would come on the set and, and hang yes, out with the, with the guys. And he, they're like, Chuck, you're here. Might as well be in the movie. And he and he ended up playing yeah. that role. Whose role did he take though? Or did they just write it in? Uh, it, no, it was a, it was a bit part that they beefed up for um, with for Charlie Sheen. So I mean, he, he cost somebody their big break. Yeah, who gives Probably. a shit? What's more important, somebody's big break or keeping Charlie Sheen happy? Yeah, that's true. Chuck, he's what in, else? You know, he was in this movie uh, with with who's the who's the bad guy in um in, uh, that you love and the word Leon Ripley. Yeah, it's this, he he goes undercover and plays. A, he's like a FBI agent. He goes undercover fixing the shadow beyond the law. Beyond the law. Yeah, yeah it was called fixing the shadow when it was in production, and then they renamed it beyond the, the law. Motorcycle gang. Yeah, it's kind of a fun movie. It's, Have you it's, seen it's, it? Yeah, it's gotten kind of a life after the fact. But I, what it, it was originally called fixing the shadow, and I was like, what a stupid name for a movie. And it was like it was going to be a big deal. They talk. I mean, because I remember like I think it was like uh, Cinescape used to yeah. talk about it all the time. And then, sure enough, it was on TV like a month ago, and I just kind of gave a passing glance, and it was actually a lot of good character actors. Yeah, and a lot, it was kind of fun. It was like kind of an old like '90s like. The, oh, he was also film. in No Man's Land, which is a pretty good movie. He was on TV a couple of days Carmen, ago. Carmen. Two and a Half Men. <laughs> He's had quite a career, actually. Old Charles Sheen. Now that's that's a story. Uh, two and a Half Men. If, correct me if I'm wrong. It's that's one with him, John Cryer, and Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, you're right. That'd be a great show, though. Remember Charlie Sheen was rumored to play Spider-Man for the longest time? Really? Yep. He doesn't really have the athleticism that you... Or He was actually a good baseball player, but not the guy you'd expect to play. Oh, Eight Men Out. Great movie. He played... Uh, I love that movie. I don't remember who he played, but... Played one of the that days. is a great film. I kind of forgot that he was in that, because Cusack's Hap in Felch. Out. What? Did you see um, White White Castle? Cause, or White Palace? She eats men out in that, too, if I remember. Okay, here we go. We got I got... I got Mr. Charles Sheen Esquire's resume. Red Dawn, ladies yes. and gentlemen. It gets shot film. at the end. Him and Swayze brothers both shot at the end. We both have to have got a, shot. We have both to have a toast. dying on a bench. We have to have a toast for Milius. For Milius? John Milius. Yeah. Milius. He made that movie as good as it could be. Milius Cyrus. Nice going, Milius. He's got a great Conan script that will never be made. You don't even know if that's true. Oh, you read it. Never mind. I did. I've got it. That's right. You love it. I love it. Okay. Crown of Iron. Um, it's a man's Lucas. title. Pretty cute little movie. Yeah, no. Lucas. Carrie Green. His oh, actually, first, no, you're right. The it first is. of two Carrie Green collaborations. Against, against the type, he plays the jock who's actually a good guy in that. Yep. Corey, Corey Heim. Yeah, not a bad Corey film. Corey Heim and um, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder practiced the Heimlich maneuver during that movie. God 
Damn it. Ferris Bueller, the Wraith, Platoon. I bought that gift pack. He was great in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> he was great in Ferris Bueller. Very funny. Small role in Wisdom. Oh, Wisdom. Knows? Three for the Road. I think we're all seen it. What is Wisdom? Yeah, it's a movie. Emilio Estevez's directorial debut. It's fucking uh, Crime Spree. Demi Moore. Ali Sheed. Oh, Demi Moore, right. No one needs to see it. Ooh. All right. Um, Wall Street Classic. Great. Young Guns. Eight Men Out. Major League. Great. Navy Seals. Wait a minute. He did two Incredible. baseball films back to back? Yeah, well, he used to play college ball. Well, I knew that, but how, how rare is that, though? <laughs> yes, he did. He experimented in college. Tried the Heimlich maneuver. Right. Joke never ends, really. He used to play college ball. So what was after Major League? Yes, he did. Um, after Major League, I think I said what came after that. I said Navy Seals. You did not say What that. a great supporting cast that movie had. Navy Seals is fun. It's bad. It's not good, but it's fun. But it's got Bean, Michael Bean. Bill Paxton. Paxton. Paxton's in it. Rick Rosovich. Oh, shit. Really? Chucky Sheen. It's good stuff. It's um, junk food. Joanne Wally. Really? Yeah. Before she was Joan Wally Kilmer? I think. And then there was a... Who was the black guy in their group? There was another good actor, but he was black, so I don't remember. Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> D.W. Griffith. <laughs> G.W. Bailey. Navy Seals directed by Louis Teague. I remember that. The okay. guy directed Cujo. But he was not in it. <laughs> what a freak. So what was that for Navy Seals? It, oh, Dennis Haysbert. Of course. Of course it was Dennis Haysbert. Serrano. How could it not be Dennis Haysbert? How do you not have Dennis Hayes? So you know who got him that role? Chalk. Sheen. Yeah, he's like, Serrano, you're yeah. tell, him tell. You can't hit the curveball, but you can be in Navy SEALs. That's a fair trade-off, if you ask me. <laughs> so what was after Navy SEALs? Let me tell you more. Men at Work. I never saw that. Now, Men at, work, crazy Men at work was considered a complete failure upon release. They were trash men, right? Yes, uh-huh. they were trash men. Emilio Estevez wrote and directed it, and it's them and Keith David, and that's it's a comedy. It's, it's crazy, but people I loved it on video. Yeah, it became kind of like a cult. It's better than Hudson Hawk, I think. Well, I'd see it. I just remember. I, know I remember when it came you out. You watch I'd, fucking three and a half. You watch anything. You watch anything. Then, a, then, a, then, then he was in a be. very, a very underappreciated little movie called Cadence. Yeah, Martin, I saw that. Martin Sheen's directorial debut. I did like that. It's actually. a good little movie. It's like it's him. And he's like he's like a work. He's on a work work unit of like black prisoners and. I think I remember liking that. Yeah, it's a good little fucking movie. Actually, I think that was the first time I saw. Oh, what was that guy's name? One of the actors became Bernie Mac was in Life. He wasn't in that. Michael Jai White. I think it was actually Bob, the the guy who gets killed in the Jazz Club in in uh, Collateral, Shaba Hensley or Bob, okay. whatever his name is. Yeah, he's in uh, Miami Vice too. Yeah, great. Then he was in Fixing the Shadow slash Beyond the Law, Loaded Weapon. Yeah, glad he was in that. God, he wait, was he the star? He wasn't one of the stars, was he? No, he's was, a tiny character. Yeah. Hot Shots. Jesus Christ, how do we forget Hot Shots? I don't know. Oh, fucking Hot Shots! Incredible. He's got a, he had an amazing career. Wait, Three Musketeers is actually a decent little movie. Not too bad. Decent? I can't remember. Better than the Leonardo movie. Although it did bring us uh, Chris O'Donnell. So? He had great hair in Film of Velocity. That's true. The Chase speaks for itself. Great film. Major League Two, okay. Terminal Velocity, great. Yeah, it was, it was a great Tui. movie. That's a, that's a great Dan movie. too, is a bit Who good. Who is the chick? Have a search. Who is the girl? Natasha Kinski. Oh, she's, wow. No, she was so hot. No. Girl. Very hot. No, no. Come on, Steve. She had her father's hump. What? No. Her no. father's hump. What they did in their spare time was their business. A little humpback joke. She's there. she's really pretty in it, but you know, Gambino's great and Christopher McDonald. Great, he had a so hump, good in it. He had a humpback in the. Good, a, good, a few good stunts more. in that movie. The scene with the Cadillac, Alante. Yeah. hell yeah, that's uh, just a fun movie. He's a flying penis. Remember, she calls him a walking penis. I'm not just a walking penis. I'm a flying. Penis. Apparently, if she uh, 
had not been cast in that film, uh, she would have brought down the wrath of God. Who did? Who, <laughs> who did? Uh, who did that movie? Directed? That? I think it was David Tui. Oh, was it? No, he wrote it. He directed it. I'm checking. I love Tui. Then if he fucking directed it, I think he did. He's great. No, well, D- D- uh, Duran Safian, who did dr- Death Death Warrant. So he directed it. He yeah, it wrote David it though. Tui wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it. Well, I still I love Tui. I wish he was working more. So he was in Two for the Road and Tui for the Road. That's pretty great. Um, and then he started sucking. Yeah, he well he did he did drugs and then he did he did All Dogs Go to Heaven too. Oh, all right, never mind. He was in Friends. That was a great film. Actually, The Arrival is is a blast. Yeah, it is fun. Shadow Conspiracy was ass. Yeah, it is horrible. Money he, Talks is not so good. It's not bad. And then he did Bastards. He did a bunch of bastard movies. Actually, I enjoyed Money Talks. I enjoyed it so much I forgot the title. And then he did Spin City for a while. That's Scary good. movie. Big Bounce he was in. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was. He was fun in that. And then two and a half. Big Bounce has a lot of Sun. funny parts in it. It's just not a good movie. Charlie Sheen is a is an institution. It's great. Happy birthday, Mr. Sheen. Charlie Sheen, congratulations for being one of the best. And that movie line interview, one of the classic things of all time. And he rips Christy, Christy Swanson. He's a target. He makes fun of her intelligence. She must have dumped him. Poor, she poor must have turned him down on the set of The Chase, vowing instead to do Henry Rollins. True story. I was in Liverpool for The Beatles. I was there when Princess Diana met Charles. I once picked up the Queen Mother's laundry, and I took a blast across the chin from Charlie Sheen when he was promoting his motivational tapes. Welcome back, folks. We are fucking on fire. Either Man. welcome back or go fuck yourselves. Did a lot of did a lot of reading on the internet today. Found out about Charles's birthday, Mr. Sheen's birthday. Found out about the haunted Nick Cage house. Also found out. Now, this might be common knowledge. I did not know it. Okay. That Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci has a girlfriend for a long time, and they broke up, and they might have just got back together. But do you know who his girlfriend is? Sally Kirkland. Angie Everhart. Why are you telling lies out of school? They were together for seven years. Apparently, they broke it off. And I thought Cameron Crowe dated Everhart. No. No, no I, I get it. But okay. no. Wasn't she in Batman and Robin? She was in Bordello Blood. I think and she was Sliver. in Batman and Robin as well. When she like Maybe. Uh, Clooney's girlfriend in it for about half a second. Maybe. I mean, it makes sense because you want you want to want her to act him along in your film. So she's not good. So you're just really you're blown away. I'm by blown this. away because first of all, she's be- she's beautiful. I think she's pretty, but she and also she's like, still and she's still pretty young. Like she's, she's 38. She's, I think. she's eight feet taller than he is. She is. She didn't have a baseball bat. Very pretty. Smashed into she's very rich. Like I imagine she's probably got a lot of money from modeling and and camo coming into movies. And not doing much, but she got paid probably pretty well, and then decided that to well, did you caution read, to the wind and date. Did you a see sixty the, year old, sixty five year old Joe Pesci? Well, did, did you see her Playboy centerfold? I did not. In her notes, they said likes, dislikes, likes, facelift marks. <laughs> Huge fan of them. And Pesci has the market cornered. Dislikes favorite movies. Dislikes. He goes to the carnival. He goes to the carnival and does facelifts. <laughs> See stats Adam there. No. What? What is? Uh, what was his big movie? Home Alone. Pesci. No, but I'm talking about the one where you play the landlord. What's that called? The, the, super. The super. Is it what's called? Yeah. Man, fucking Pesci. His big movie. I used what, the what about the Private Eye? My cousin. Public Eye. I used to have the poster for the Super. Steve, you're fucking. No, I swear to God, I Jesus did. Jesus Christ! It's him standing outside the uh, the apartment building. <laughs> When you die, they're not going to even 
they're not gonna even count your funeral as one of their on their fucking docket. <laughs> he's standing outside. <laughs> Mortician's gonna be like, "We'll do this one for free. This doesn't even count." We'll he's put he's it standing outside, and in the background is like this enormous apartment building. It's a brick building. Well, yes, we've seen the poster. I'm just telling <laughs> you. for the five days it was in the theater. God damn it, Steve! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> poster of the super. What what was the other poster you had? I had old gringo. I had say anything. Say anything you didn't mention. Oh yeah, you did. I had that, but, but it was before you'd seen the movie. I had old gringo. Steve, Steve's got a, a, a pretty. Uh, you know, how, like some people are like pretentious, and they'll get like in their college dorm, they'll have like Casablanca or like some no, no. classy posters. I had. Steve has shit posters for movies he's never seen. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Fraser Heston directed Treasure Island poster. Yeah, I remember that. I had that poster, but you left off the super. I had the package with Gene Hackman. I know you did. I had. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, what is it? Kill me again with Joanne God damn it, Joanne Wally Kilmer. So, so not okay. <laughs> fuck it, Steve. Not only do you have horrible movie posters, you have the video movie posters. You probably went to the video store and they had them for like twenty five cents. I for have a, no. Cl- I don't remember how I got because that posters. movie did not go into theaters. I, I don't remember how I had them. It must have been a sad Christmas around those parts when you unfurled the super poster from I, under the tree that Kiefer jumped the, into. The bad thing is he had to move the Stephen Ray bobblehead. You know, I'm I'm ashamed because I can't remember half the films. Like I don't remember anything else. <laughs> I'm ashamed. That I had. Period. Is it enough? I'm ashamed. <laughs> oh no, I had Field, of, I had field of Dreams. That's a boring poster, but I had that one. Uh, you probably saw that one too. I did. I, yeah. Well, I don't want to stray too far from this. That what joke- was it? What was it like having the poster for Shakedown? <laughs> oh, hold on. I had um Downtown. God I damn that, it! I had that poster. Forrest Whitaker and Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Fucking fuck off. That was kind of a fun movie. No. Was it bad? I never Horrible. saw it. I, can't I hate remember. biopics, and I'm, I don't think Julie Brown's that interesting. Now, anymore. if I'm right now, it, <laughs> aren't they sitting on an upside-down police car? Yes, in I front had, of a brick building. I had that one. Which is the super. It's the same building from the super. It is not. You tied them together. A little continuity. <laughs> I only want, only want dad. I only want posters. I only want posters. With people saying in front of buildings. Before we go into what before we go into the you here's old green. Before we go into the subject that you want to discuss. Yeah. Can I, I can I say? Let's pretend Steve is a boy now. What posters would he have on his wall? Oh. Hidalgo. Definitely Hidalgo. Hidalgo twice. He'd have two posters. Oh, he'd get a double-sided poster, and he'd have a, one on each side that looked like a reflection <laughs> of Hidalgo <laughs> to showcase the duality. Signed. By, by the horse. <laughs> Paw print from the horse. Paw, even. <laughs> a glue what does a horse have? A hoof? Yeah, it's, what other movies, Justin, would Steve have on his posters? What Ken Marshall flick would he have? Lair <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> the White Worm. 4-2. I used to have Lair of the White Worm on my ceiling. <laughs> really? Yep. The, was, were you one of the people that were like, oh, Lair of the White Worm is so great, and so saw ex- the movie and went, so oh, So excited shit. about it. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Ken, that's Ken Russell, though, not Ken Marshall. And who, but what Ken, was Russell, Ken Marshall was the star of Crawl. What? What? I, okay, so I just, Ken Russell did the. Yeah, what else did he do? He did that little thing the, with the Gabriel witches Byrne. and. Um, what was that one? Remember the Ken Russell Gabriel Byrne movie, the little creep on the cover. You know, remember that Gothic? Yes. Yeah. He said that. No, I didn't. You have to be I'm more sure. specific because there's a lot of movies that creeps on the cover. Yeah. Well, you got it after I said creeps on the cover. It took you three seconds to get to it. <laughs> I would probably have Tristan and Isolde on. Oh, on you would wall. definitely have that. Yeah, I would have yeah. that one. You'd have um, you'd have the um. Oh, you'd probably have the uh, you oh, probably have the what's that? Uh, <laughs> I'd have the Mummy Returns. I'm sure. Okay, if you walked into Steve, Steve's room, you'd have you'd have two Hidalgo posters on the left wall, on the back wall, Mr. Brooks, <laughs> and then and then he would have 
the pinup from Entertainment Weekly for two and a half men. Probably so. Mr. Brooks poster. Jumanji. Yeah, I would absolutely have Jumanji. But until you saw it. <laughs> I'd probably have August Rush somewhere. Really? That's not a bad call. You'd have the water horse. I might. But then again, I would ha- also have In the Name of the King. I'm sure I would have that. What about... um? You have you actually have that poster. Someone has that poster, I know. Not me. Set it up or set it off. Oh, that's pretty good, Steve. I, I think, I think what you were, I think when you went to England, you were lonely. The video store had twenty five quid, or whatever the cheap ass money is there. Twenty five quid's like twenty five bucks. Twenty okay, pence. Like twenty five p. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty five pence posters. You just grab a stack of video home video posters. I don't remember. I think I was trying to get films that reminded me of America, and then I saw the films that I actually had on my wall, and I realized, fuck that. Old Gringo definitely. Fits. You come into the room and you put. You, I'd see Nick with his arm around Steve, consoling him, and I like, why is why is he so sad? And I'd look to the right of Steve's shoulder and see the poster for bats on the wall. I did not have bats actually. That I would absolutely have that though. He would. That's fucked up. But I yeah. I also had like tiny, like um. Period. No. <laughs> <laughs> like like lobby cards of posters. I wouldn't have the full size posters. I would also have like little postcard lobby size posters. Yeah. On the one. I, no, those are the ones I can't remember what I had. I know Say Anything was one of those. Yeah. I had a lobby card for that. But I had a bunch more and I can't remember what they were. Blocking it? I, I, uh, they do that. You do that sometimes with past pain. You block it from your mind. I can't remember. There is something. Who's Harry Crumb? The Distinguished Gentleman. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I had that one. A Lane Smith vehicle. You can't even. You can't even. I had that one. You I can't had that little poster of, card. No matter how hard you try, you can't. You cannot think of worse posters than what you actually had. <laughs> no, it's impossible. I should have had my ass kicked You're every day for having. These were the worst posters. Did you actually have a. You had, even to have the words "distinguished gentleman" on your wall for any reasons weird when you're a kid. Hitler could come into my room, see my posters, and probably like, decide not to start World War. Steve, II. are you into sports at all? I mean, the the distinct- yeah, I love sports. Distinguished Gentleman came out after World War II. I don't know what to tell you. I have no explanation. I remember, I remember. you know, it's funny because that movie came out after Boomerang. And I loved Boomerang. I was like, Eddie Murphy, fucking awesome. And Distinguished Gentleman single-handedly created a a, a hate. Oh, yeah, but that's minor now. No, actually, that movie is unwatchable. It isn't, but it's it's minor. No, I mean, like, like I don't like the nutty, I don't like any of those stupid movies that he does. But there's moments of, of entertainment in them. The no. Distinguished Gentleman is no. just a void. You watch I Spy and tell me if there's anything entertaining about that film. I don't remember I Spy. Oh, Wilson. That but, is, that, but like... Uh, yeah, it's not that good. I can only imagine that there's a moment in like uh, Nutty Professor 2, the cranks or whatever, crumps, that there's got to be at least one moment where you're like, he's Eddie Murphy. Distinguished Gentleman is just this... It's a vacuum of good. That is the worst poster anybody's had on their wall. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, Lane, I Lane Smith you. is one of the stars of that movie. I agree. That's I, the reason he's dead. God damn I it. I should have got my ass kicked. Oof. So this is this reaction that Joe Pesci, this revelation that the on again, off again with Angie Everhart, you know, it doesn't strike you as odd at all. No. You know, it doesn't even... Where, eh. would, where would that relationship have started? Well, she... I imagine... About her waistline. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine she was sitting down and he was standing on a chair. 
Now, I wonder if Joe Pesci brings his real life into his films, because I've noticed there's a lot of films where he's sitting there with a taller woman, every film, and he pushes her head into his lap, and she sucks his cock. The thing about him... Happens... It, it happens a lot, but a the lot. thing about Pesci is that he, while he might not have a... <laughs> while he might not have a handsome face, his body and his, his body shape and height are also a problem. <laughs> <laughs> he also doesn't work. He released a musical album. He also releases horrendous musical albums. I mean, he's. I'm not saying that he's not famous because he was in Raging Bull. He worked with Scorsese. He was in Goodfellas. He's, he's in been Eight Heads in, in a Duffel Bag. He's been in some amazing stuff, but he doesn't work. He takes. He must have taken eight years off just to date Angie Everhart. That was his job. Well, he's he's very wealthy. Very romantic thing to do, I guess. I, you know what? More power to him, though, right? God, she must be dumb. Gone Fishing, the horrible film. She could have had, she could have not dated Joe. How Pesci. do you see a movie with Danny Glover and Joe Pesci as the stars? How do you think that's a good idea? I don't know. I get you walk into Steve's room and go, "Hey, well, that looks good." No, I didn't have that. Maybe poster. I could see that. On didn't they? Didn't they like try to catch what? a crocodile? Steve, that's a cool like poster that. for K two. I didn't have that. What? I think I, I, think I oh, saw. No, it was Aspen Extreme, wasn't it? <laughs> Vertical, a, vertical limit. It was alive. <laughs> I think I had to. I, I had the novel of alive. <laughs> the novelization of alive comes with a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Free meats down at Joe's. Pesci's. Indeed. <laughs> the wedding planner. The wedding planner. That could be a poster. I would probably have Van Helsing. But uh, okay, well, I guess this. I thought this was gonna blow everybody's mind. But I guess that you guys don't don't think that's such a strange couple. Extremely strange. They're on. Uh, they're on again, right? Possibly. They were engaged. How long was this relationship? Yeah, you know, they said for a while, uh, seven years. My goodness. That explains his downfall. No, I don't. I think she's a pretty, pretty, pretty woman. How many Home Alone films did he do? He certainly, I don't think, could do better. Did he do all of them? Uh, See, the problem is they have a wedding reception and people start clapping again because they thought they stumbled into. The the Broadway hunchback of a Notre Dame. You I mean, take this deformity to be your fucked up, banged up husband, Joe Pesci. He certainly has her outmatched in the acting department. He certainly can uh, act better than her. But other than that, I don't understand. He was involved in JFK's murder. Do you remember how good he was in JFK? He's barely in it. He's a fucking beast in that movie. Little creature. I can't remember. Joe Pesci. I like him. Angie Everhart likes him. We hope it works out for him. Are you sure that that's correct? No. I just read it on the internet. What the fuck do I know? That's not the most mismatched couple out there. I know it's not, but it's pretty weird. Made me lose my soup. (laughs) Fucking Pesci. What about uh, the, the the what's the worst mismatched Hollywood couples you can think of? Mm. I I was real I was so upset when when um Charlize Theron took Courtney Gaines off the market. <laughs> that wasn't that was a strange pairing. Courtney Gaines and Courtney B Vance. She likes her Courtney's. Who else? I don't know. 
I was sad when Courtney Solomon was taken off the list. <laughs> Courtney Solomon and in the, in the uh, who almost had a resurgence as a, of a career with his with from, American Haunting. Oh, really? Yeah, he did the movie called American Haunting that got pretty good re- reception. That was based on the Bell Witch thing, I think. I think so. The Bell Witch. Talking about the Taco Bell? No, so probably well, not. The, the witch that would just show up and ring your doorbell and run off into the night. <laughs> Dastardly demon, that one. She'd ring your doorbell and you'd go open the door and there'd be a copy of Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, that was a mismatched couple. as Courtney Solomon and the, th- and the theme from The Insider. <laughs> Didn't think that would last. No, I, I agree. That was fucking stupid. What about when, um, for a short while, when, when Charlie's dated the Cider House? It's fucking weird. Yeah, it was strange. The movie or the actual uh, place? No, the place. Of course, there, there is, there, there's not a film called Decider House. That's what I'm saying. She dated I one get of it her now. co-stars. I get it. I thought that the Isaiah Washington, Jason Gedrick pairing was odd. Hot, but odd. Gedrick is such a cool name. Wish I had Gedrick as my last name. Oh, Justin what, Gedrick. What about one Jason? Uh, I know, but I wish. Oh, okay. I wish my name was Justin Gedrick. You know, Gedrick is a fucking cool name, don't you think? I don't. He's know. not cool, but his name is cool, Gedrick. And then Does there was Gedrick the- coming overnight. Did you ever practice the great. Gedrick maneuver? Sounds what, like where the Flintstones live. What are, the Gedrick maneuver is a complicated um, bit of first aid where you, um, you apply for jobs and don't get them. <laughs> Sounds like you want someone to get Rick when you have a cold. Well, then there was the time Robin Givens dated Mike Tyson's fists. That was uncalled for. Man. It's true. I, the- I, I, I downloaded um, ZZ Top's latest album off of Napster, and I felt like I was Robin Givens. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, she's got to be a tough woman, by the way. Real tough woman. Because, man, what a horrible thing to have happened that she gets beat up by... Tyson, uh, spousal abuse, horrible. And then it counted towards his record, huh? (laughs) But then he, but he's a, but he, I mean, he's like the, he throws a mean punch. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a rough and tough rumbler. He had to be because if he was a, like a a little sissy, everybody would call him Tyson Chicken. (laughs) So I mean, she, you have to say that she's she's pretty tough to have, uh, to have come out of that. I I applaud her. I applaud the rest of the uh, cast of Head of the Class. she was on that she show. She was also in Boomerang and Rage in Harlem. She was. She was also on Burn Notice this season. Really? Yeah, she was had, also in the ER. Had a micro part. She looked pretty good. So to <laughs> speaking of micro parts, did you see 28 Days Later? <laughs> <laughs> What's the full story on the whole Robin Givens, Mike Tyson sparring match? I mean, was it? He beat his Consensual? Wife. No. Did she um ever say that? Did she ever claim that he raped her, as well? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's... Well, we we at least would agree that he beat the fuck out of her. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing. I can't believe that you would say it like that. It's horrible to say it like that. But he did beat her. And it's wrong. I mean, in his defense, he did have to go through Glass Joe <laughs> to get to her. <laughs> in his own game, no less. What was that that charging character like the the mad something Russian bull something. something bull right? I didn't I, didn't, I only remember. played that game a couple of times. I don't know. 
too long. <laughs> I don't remember. Bit an ear off, that man. Bit an ear or two off in his time. Got a tattoo on his face. Yep. Tribal, even. Talking about Pesci. Um, Charles Manson's got a tattoo on his face. Does he? Self-made? Yeah. Swastika? Right. That was tasteless. For a few for a few weeks, um, I was really surprised to see Ricardo Montalban with a tattoo on his face. <laughs> yeah, but if he shot himself with a shotgun, there would have been tattoo everywhere. Not, I think it would no, be, no I, tattoo everywhere is dating Joe Pesci. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Pesci Everhart, man, that's gonna be a fun wedding. Yeah, he'd have to take her name if they got married. That's his Angie, <laughs> Angie Pesci. That flows right off the tongue. Uh, isn't that just an assortment of cold meat? <laughs> I think so. That is a good name, Ever. Everhart's a good last name, too, like Gedrick. Joe Everhart. The Everhart Gedrick wedding would work. Yeah, but he loses that whole tough guy mentality because Joe Everhart. No, it's a good name. It's a, it's not it's a, a tough, tough guy, guy name. name. No, yeah, it's not it a is. tough guy name. If you're tough, that's a good tough guy name. No. You're a tough guy. Yeah, you're, you're a liar. Like, he dies of a coronary. The, the eulogist, guess not. <laughs> Two words. Guess not. Fucking Joe Pesci. I'm, you know what? The way I look at it is good for him, good for us. I mean, that, that's a, if Joe Pesci could score Angie Everhart with, simply with just millions of dollars, <laughs> gives the rest of us hope. That's a rough bedtime. Light, Angie, honey, lights out, but it's only three in the morning, Joe. Come you to bed, th- honey. My stitches are coming out. <laughs> Just an aborted joke. <laughs> and if in the Italian word for fish is pesci. Is it? Is yeah. it? Joe, Joey Fish? Yep. Joe Fish. All right. Your turn. Joe Fish. <laughs> Three in the morning. Kind of puts his uh, crumpled hand on the pillow and he... Tries to lift it a couple times. Uh, Joe Pesci's a success story as a lover if he fucking nails Nancy McKeon. But he fucking went beyond the grid. He fixed the shadow. <laughs> fucking. He did. I mean. He fixed the shadow. That's, that's like jumping the shark. If you date above your pay grade, you're fucking fixing the shadow. Sometimes you can fix the good shadow. Yeah. He launched into space on this shit. I mean. I mean, I wish Russell Mulcahy could have fixed the I'm shadow because I mean, that would have been a I, hit. I, th- I think she's very pretty, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying she's the end all be all, but for Joe Pesci, this just uh, this just does not commute compute to me. I mean, can you imagine seeing them walking around? They're maybe they're the opera or something. Can you imagine what their kids look like? Pesci, bad things. <laughs> They'd be really tall and really short, with red hair and brown hair, and. She's like trying to recreate Basket Case or something. Or, Maybe uh, their kids come out looking exactly like him. There's no kids involved. There's no way. He's, Maybe when she uh, he went through menopause she twice. Birth, <laughs> she might give birth to like a copy of Casino. Just there it is. She's still good. She's cute. She's tall. She's like 38. She's big bones. Not young. She's not old. She's from New Zealand. I don't think so, sir. Not anymore. No. Oh. <laughs> He's from Old Zealand. What the fuck? It's fucking old, Old Steve. Zealand, no less. I I want to see them fuck hard. Now that's a sex tape worth waiting for. Oh, my God. He doesn't even know how to work the VCR. How's he going to fucking get a sex tape going? <laughs> 
Such a dumb joke. It's like I'm so sad, sad at myself. Angie Everhart. God damn it. How do you do it, Joe? Jesus Christ. He should have a column. Okay, that's who Maxim <laughs> should get to write for. He should have a column because she has Gollum. I mean... <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> She's like likes to wear the. Can you can you imagine the looks that her family gives her when she comes home with him at the holiday? Are you bringing? Are you are you bringing the unborn with you again? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? Why do you have Joe Pesci with you again? What's this old son of a bitch doing in our house? We are back here. Steve, yeah, you are by large one of the world's premier French fry critiques. I try to be. Tell us about tell us about some French fries. Well, I have an I have an issue with some some people around town who tend to like Burger King's fries more than anybody else's. Who? But like everybody I run into thinks, oh, Burger King's got the best fries. Can't stop talking about Burger King fries. Yeah, I'm Steve lies. Murphy. What do you think of Burger King fries? They're terrible. No, that's your introduction. So people keep talking about these fries like they're great, but you don't think so. I think they're they are at least oh wow, they, they've got to be like the the worst on the list. Burger King's is bland altogether. No, no, Burger, Burger King's King a couple food years ago, is great, but Burger King a couple years ago did that food. thing where they they kind of rebreaded their fries, they repackaged the fries, and right. no one, some people don't like it. It's like four day old fries reheated. That's okay. what it tastes like. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, it's it's too crusted. Burger King's fucking the, boring. As, I'm talking in terms of fast food though. Because everybody must agree that McDonald's, of course, McDonald's regular food is completely, utterly shit. Quarter pounder is good. Their delicious, fries, delicious food. The fries are still amazing. Fries are good. Number They're two is got to be Wendy's. Fuck Wendy's, horrible. The hell with you. Hope your chair breaks and you die. Chick Fil A is Wendy's much fries are great. Fries Wendy's. You love Wendy's. Fries. I love Wendy's fries. Wendy's is fucking horrible. They are great. Okay, it's a good argument though. Three Third. is probably Chick Fil A with the waffle fries. Kind of fun to put ketchup in there. Get the between oh, the waffle so spaces. Yeah, it's kind of fun to eat. And yeah. Chick Fil A is a little pretentious though. A little uppity in the price. But the fries are great. They're pretentious and they're Christian. Very Chick-fil-A. Christian. With the, that's right. Well, Burger King is like I just pretend like I'm eating little gods. Burger King is better. Their, their fries are better than Crystal though. No okay. wide cast. Why would you know? Why would you remember? Because I had it like three weeks ago. I'm still crapping. They're not good. All right, and then there's other more. I can't think of more. Arby's. Of Arby's fries are forgetful. They're curly assholes. Yeah, they're not good. You, they have fries and curly fries there, right? They no, they get rid of the regular order. fries. They get rid of their regular fries. Did they fries. get rid of them? They right. did, yeah. It's just the curly fries with that spicy nonsense on them. Okay. The potato wedge isn't too bad, though. Oh, my God. Just too, you have too much knowledge of fast food. I, I happen to Steve's drive got, around all day. Steve's got a car job, but that doesn't mean you can't pack a lunch, sir. Oh, I do now. I'm just telling you from my experience... That these are the, the is this before you're five. maybe married? Oh yeah, yeah. This is way before. Yeah. So you're eating a lot of fast food. Not anymore. He packs a lunch. He, he takes he takes the burger. But you still home I bet you still stop for a fry every now and again. Every now and then, yeah. Where do you stop? Depends on where I'm near. McDonald's. And then he Sometimes. stops at a toilet fast. It's either McDonald's or Chick Fil A for their waffle fries, which are great, or mm-hmm. Wendy's. Not Burger King. Although their fast foods, like the regular food there is great. You think it's delicious? I do. I like. A lot of people think McDonald's is delicious. No, their food's awful. One edi- Apart from the fries, there's nothing edible there. I don't really eat fast food anymore. It's horrible. You're the one quarter of the lucky few. Yeah, the quarter pounders. No, it's not that I don't. I mean, I, I think it's delicious. I kind of avoid it, though, because... Um, uh, he likes to survive. 
Yeah, I'm getting older, and you kind of want to avoid the fast food. Dairy Queen's not bad if you can find one that's not rancid, which is impossible. The DQ. Yeah. One time I was eating a Dairy Queen, or I was going about to eat a Dairy Queen, and I was in line to order, and this family came in, like four people, and the dad went to the bathroom, and his family was in line. He came out, and he goes, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like he saw someone in the bathroom that was like terrifying. I wouldn't doubt that. Did you still order? Of course. <laughs> he probably went in the bathroom and shite everywhere. Then I went in there, and there was a picture of... Uh, Angie Everhart with Joe I, Pesci. I did that, though. I, I actually saw the, the lowest health rating I've ever seen before. And DQ? No, it was at a McDonald's, hard to believe, down on Claremont, which is equally hard to believe. Okay. Off of Claremont 85. And the health rating at that McDonald's was like a... a WTF. It's like a 52. Still, still open, though. I guess so. I don't know what the lowest rating is before they close it. I guess I let you get away with an F-. minus. <laughs> 52. I, I walked out. Like, I can't handle this. A plus F minus doesn't matter. Would keep you open. Honestly, what would be the the lowest rating? I thought they did close them if it was like under a seventy or something. I don't think so. Apparently not, because this was still open. Fifty two is probably pretty good for a McDonald's, really. Oh, I don't want to know. I can't. Eat, I can't fucking. I can't go to Dairy Queen anymore. Well, you can't find them any longer. And when you do, they're in the, the, the they got, the we should go to Dairy Queen tonight because they got they still have the peanut butter parfait there. Don't oh, hold they? on, that peanut their, their butter are amazing. Peanut butter. What did I say? Peanut butter. Peanut Buster Parfait. They still have those there? They also... Yeah, you know they what? still got all, all of them. We should, you, should we go? Let's go to... Uh, well, the nearest one's about 10 miles down the street. In Alpharetta. It's, closed. Oh, yeah, it's closed, though, for renovation. Plus, I mean, like, the, the it's yeah, it's too late. They're doing tech support calls now. <laughs> That's another thing. What is it, Steve? What, what, what are you talking about? They're, they're owned by a bunch of racism. <laughs> they're owned by racism. You're just pissed off you still didn't get your bun back can't believe that. So I went to Dairy Queen this one time, right? Mm-hmm. Got, a, got a burger. Made it all the way back home. Opened it up. It was missing a bun. <laughs> it was missing. They just had the beat or the half of the it half. It had the, the top bun. They put the, the meat and all, but it was missing the bottom the bun. The same thing happened when he bought his 12-inch Princess Leia figure. <laughs> so then I got so, I got so got mad. all the way home? I got it made it all the way home. I actually made it to my house. That's well, fair enough. I think Were I was, you shocked? I, I was completely he went, he, he, we, we booted the internet up, and he went and filled out the fucking complaint form on their website. <laughs> and then turns out you couldn't email it to them. Yeah, you had to print it out and email and mail it. Mail to it to them. So you never, you never no. got to them. No, this is Steve we're talking about. That's they way had, too labor-intensive. He, he, was, he, was, uh, he spent a half hour on it, and then he printed it out, and it I said, did. I can't believe they half-bunned me. It was an extremely... B-U-N-E-D. It was a well-written rant to them. And, uh, it, yeah, at the end, it turns out you couldn't email it to them. Because they had a little contact us. I'm like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to contact Because it was you. 1985. This is old. This is this is like 99. Yep. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I'm sorry. That's, that sucks. Yeah, so and that's that's it, really. Dairy Queen is good. That's a, that's a good thing to be able to get ice cream and burgers, though, in one place. Uh, Dairy Queen always was meant that you'd won a baseball game to me. It's like whenever you win a game, you go to Dairy Queen to celebrate. That was like the fucking rule. Their blizzards are still amazing, though. What about the A&W? You guys ever go there? Yeah, Once and never again. There's only like one in town. We should go there tonight. They usually pair it up with a KFC. We should go to a KFC tonight. You go to a KFC at all? They have fries at KFC. Yeah, they're all right. They're like a potato chunks, though. Yeah. They're they good. Have, they have those combo KFCs and Taco Bells. Because they're big companies. They're owned by the man. Pizza Hut, too. And in Dairy Queen's case, that man is Dawson. 
I still use dot matrix printers. If anybody gets that, I'm now the ra- most racist person ever. No, you're not as racist as Adam Curry. <laughs> oh, dear. So I like Dairy Queen. Yeah. I like. I li- what about Hardee's? Hardee's like saying, no. well, we know our food's not going to be good, so we're just going to try to put as much flesh in, you the, avoid in your Hardee's wrapper and, as much Avoid possible. that place at all costs. Although it's got the best name ever, Hardee's. It does. It's great. Like, come on. That's hilarious. I like Hardee's too because they had Norm McDonald as their spokesman for a while. But you have, you have Now to- they have a star. No, no, and it was he was the voice of the star, I think, and then Paris Hilton did a. She, they also got I, no that she did. What what did she do? Carl's Junior. She did Carl's Junior. It's the same place. Which I don't think it's is the it same, the same place. It's the same place. But we don't have Carl's Junior down here, do we? Yeah, there is. There's one in uh, Roswell. Paris Hilton was a spokesperson for something she's never eaten in her life. Jesus Christ! I can't believe that though. I and 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 Hardy's the name isn't good because it's two E's instead of a Y. But it's hilarious. It's great. And why are, here's something else. Why the fuck are there so many burger chains? I don't know. And why are there regional burger chains? Why is In-N-Out and Fat Burger such a big deal out west, but over here they don't? Whataburger. Whataburger's out that way, too. Yep. That, remember we ate there? Asshole. I love, I love Whataburger. Like, and why didn't... The why burgers are huge at Whataburger, and they don't, they don't taste great, but it's still Whataburger. And why, mine tasted there. like Sigourney but, Weaver. But how come White Castle never made it down here? We get stuck with Crystal. We had one for a while in the early 80s, and it left. I think Crystal was already established. Oh, White Castle isn't great. White I don't know what you're No, no I'm, talking about, I'm talking Crystal. Crystal's ass food. But why, so is White Castle. Well, I have no clue. I've never eaten it. It's just the same, basically. Actually, Crystal might be better. Oh, I don't know. I don't White know. Castle has like, it, they have their burgers with little onions on it. Yep. Oh, and sliders, they call them. Slide right into the toilet. Fridays has them now. They call them sliders. Yeah, well, so does ESPN Zone and um, a couple other places. Uh, Jerry story. O'Connell. Twin brother. That's the twin got the shaft. I don't. J- Jerry O'Connell, and Re- Rebecca Romain Stamos. It's another kind of couple I don't get. I don't think it's Rebecca Romain Stamos anymore. No, she kept it. She's now Rebecca Romain Stamos O'Connell Pesci. <laughs> I can't wait. To, like, God damn it! Fucking. She still looks great. She, she's she is great. So pretty. Connell's just kind of a dorky dude, you know. I wonder if they're if if like if if um Jerry O'Connell and John Stamos wooed her by saying, Rebecca, Romaine, let us let us please. <laughs> Do you think I sound jealous? I kinda sound jealous of Pesci and O'Connell. I don't mean to. I think their their ladies are fine, but I'm not jealous. Yeah, they might be asshole ladies. Yeah. They might be horrible people off, high maintenance off, ladies. Off, or at least we know Angie Everhart's high. <laughs> She's taller. She's not really that high maintenance. I can't imagine her being high maintenance. She seems like a very, very, very good in the kitchen. Who, Everhart? Oh, hell yeah. She's a chef and a half. <laughs> She's probably compared to Pesci. Everything's there's no way Pesci doesn't do the cooking in that relationship. Are you kidding me? He's like a fucking retired. He does retiree. the cooking and the eating. Yeah. All he makes is pasta. I made cookies. Shaped as you. He's a dirty wop. How on earth has Kathy Moriarty ever been cast as an object of affection? Because she used to be cute. She is always hideous. She's cute and rageable. She's pretty. Hideous. She had a crazy voice, and that's where you're getting mixed up. She's got 
she looks like Faye Dunaway after going to the telepod with Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and the Easter Island statues. She was she was pretty and raging bull, and she had a crazy voice. And now, you're, that you're mixing it up with her face. Hold on a face second. Is rocking. You're putting on. her voice in her face as usual. It's all you ever do. Hold on a minute. How did the Easter Island statues get into the telepod? Luck. They just walk on. Over She's there? got a horribly huge head. She was on that show with Andrew Dice Clay. Has she been punished enough? She was also in Soap Dish. Dice Clay still works. A little yeah. Bit. He. How many times has he reinvented himself? No, never. No, remember he went clean for a while and he was. Did just, he really? Yeah, he and he was Andrew. What was his real name? Uh, Andrew Silver was, or something. I don't know. He made a film with them. Oh, then he became like kind of a. I don't know if he got religious or something. Then he get, then he became dirty again. What was no. the film he did though? Ford Fairlane. It's kind of fun. No, movie. it wasn't that one. It's good. It's good. No, no, no. Rennie Harlan. No, it wasn't that one. It was where he played. Uh, you know, he's a tough guy at the beginning and misses chick. Oh, for God's sake! And at the end, he cleans up. Like a normal guy. Well, did you have the poster? Damn all that. No, no, no. I, I saw it like about a year and a half ago. Okay, if it came out recently... No, no, no. It's an old film. I just saw it. Like All I remember ago. is Ford Fairlane. I think it was that one. No, it's not that. That was actually... It was a what bad movie, but it was fun. What was it? Love Interest. Remember the Love Interest? No, I can't remember anything. First time I ever saw her. Lauren Holly. Is it Lauren Holly? Yeah. yeah. You almost said Wheeler Nicholson. I don't know why I did. Whoa. Look this shit up right here. I think that happened in the bucket list. Ugh. The bucket list. What a fucking movie that was. <laughs> Don't tell me you saw the bucket list. My wife watched it while I was in the dining room working, so I caught I saw it. Of course <laughs> you did, Steve. <laughs> I just saw the other Berlin girl. I've seen that. I saw that in the theater. I, I did not see it in theater. I saw that on the old honeymoon. <laughs> Booze and Buddy is an old favorite sitcom of mine. I don't think you'd like it if you watch it now. Probably not, but I love it. I love because Hanks was so funny on that show, and Scolari was funny. Peter Scolari, I will say that I do. I'm a big fan. You mentioned him a lot on the podcast. Like Peter Scolari. And Dan Aykroyd's wife was on that show, show as well. Donna Dixon. Donna Dixon. Just speaking of mismatched couples. Yeah. Well, but Aykroyd back in the day was no. fucking hilarious. He yes, was, he, he was. was. It was great. Actually, I watched, I've watched Trading Places three times this week because uh, it's, I have it on my iPod, so like I'm driving around. Actually, I'll listen to it. I'll have it playing. And I don't, you know, it's funny. I, there's a few people I wanted to introduce it to that haven't seen it. I'm like, they won't get it. It won't work for them. Because the kind of, like, that movie is, is, a, is fantastic. a time capsule. It's amazing. No, it's it fantastic, is, and everybody is it's a top of the game. It's, it's a masterpiece. Great film. But it's not, I can't imagine it being funny to somebody who's grown up in today's maybe, environment. Maybe. It's the, it does, uh, even back like then, Denim though. Denim Elliott is fucking great in that movie. Everybody's good in it. But Aykroyd, like, when he was on Siren Live, he was so, he was so fucking amazing and just so crazy on that show. Um, you know, when he started out, he was just, he was just so insane that, like, and he, even for a while in movies, he was great. I, I forgot that the guy from the, the Abyss is one of the one of the wealthy. Um, like when he goes to the club, when he's and they're, and they're at the club and they sing that that acapella song, the guy with the deep voice is one of the guys from the Abyss, the bad at the guy who gets unconscious, the big tall guy. Oh, okay, it's pretty fucking funny. That's all I have. It's good to see that somebody moved on from Training Places to the Abyss. That's all you have. Your Aykroyd, line. I mean, he 
I mean, he's been great after, like, he's been great in recent stuff, and even, like, but he, like, I guess Gross Point Blank, he, he was funny in that, but. Lewis Brothers 2000. <sighs> God damn it. Never, nothing but trouble. <laughs> but he does, he did, he definitely, um, has moved on past his greatness. I mean, he's. He's actually a good dramatic actor now, when he does it, like in what, Driving Miss Daisy or Clute. But he, um, I can't even stand the sight of him anymore. He just doesn't look like himself at all. Doesn't look like his young self, Nick. He's fucked. Doctor he's great, Detroit. though. He, yeah, he was great. Training a- Places is, is is the high point to me. I mean, I like the Blues Brothers too, and Ghostbusters. Some of, some he's of the, good in that. Ghostbusters yeah. is good, yeah. But I, I think Training Places is in a class of its own. And yeah. and Eddie Murphy. I mean, obviously he's at the top of his game too. But I I was just noticing some of the stuff he did in terms of his timing and that. And I was just like. He was a technician. You know, he wasn't just like because a lot of people talk about how Richard Pryor is like the genius and inspired them all that. But Richard Pryor was didn't have that kind of he didn't have the polish that Eddie Murphy had. I mean, he never he never had the polish that made him that much of a crossover. And, no, I mean and Pryor was good, insanely good in movies with like he was funny and like stir crazy. He was funny with Gene Wilder, but he wasn't polished. That was the thing. But he about wasn't. Him. Murphy was like he's one of a kind. He was he was fucking incredible, incredible on Siren Live. Like sick, and then when he transferred to movies, he was sick for a while too. Forty so hours, good. Beverly Hills yeah, Cop, I mean, and places are and then he just got, but he great. can't for someone like that, someone that wired. You can't keep up that, especially you, you if you can't start liking the money too much. Is what happens, you know? Did he have a house called Bubble Hill? The fire burns out. I mean, you, you can't. So. You cannot sustain that kind of. It's hard for of, any. Uh, I think it's energy. hard for comedians because I think people get sick of sick of uh, same comedians. Thing. But I think for Eddie Murphy, he's so. He's different. He, I mean, he, even now, people still see his movies. He's talented as shit. He's really he's, uh, horrible. Nights. He's one of a kind. He's good in that. Eh. Oh, yeah. It's okay. A, it's a good film. It's over overly. But he's not the over, jokey Eddie Murphy. Murphy but he, that. you he's, know, I think what you, I think in Bowfinger, you kind of saw him kind of go back to that a little bit, but because I, th- I think he's really funny in that. But he just doesn't. He 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 cornered the market, or he got that family, the family money, the family family movie yeah. money. But and the uh, yeah, and it just it's just it just torpedoed his credibility, and he's just he's phoning it in. Robin Williams, Steve Mur- Martin, Steve Murphy, Steve Martin, and Eddie well, Mur- Murphy fucked us. But they were so good for so long. I mean, I can't I can't get mad. Almost I I, mean, I can because I don't know if Robin Williams was. That good for that long. He's, he's actually he might be the he might be the most Martin. he might be more talented though than those other two guys as far as what he's able to do like dramatically he's he's a better actor than them when he is actually acting yeah but he is he's got yeah no scruples and and then every once in a while he'll do something weird that fails but you got to appreciate like a death to Smoochie even though it's not that good it, you got to appreciate it no Robin Williams still actually tries. Uh, like, yeah, Eddie right. Murphy doesn't really try anymore. Doesn't seem Steve Martin doesn't Dream really Girls try anymore. Is the only exception, but. That was more of a business decision, it seems like. He, I guess that, you know, it's funny because I guess that Steve Martin actually turned in a really good, and I didn't see it, performance in the Tina Fey movie, Baby Mama. Oh, really? He's supposed to be really funny in it. And then, um, Spanish you know, Prisoner. I love him, Spanish Prisoner. But he also wrote, didn't he help Shop write Girl. Trader or something? He has no, no, he came up with the idea for it. Yeah. And so, but he. He's Which will seg us to our next segment. Yeah. Seg us. Nice. You're welcome. Um, but, uh, Eddie Murphy, and this is going to sound weird. No Not, one saw Meet Dave. No one, but some people said that he's pretty good in Meet Dave. Fuck him. Fuck Starship you. Dave. They changed the title, yeah, but and and I mean, there's there's no way you'd want to see that movie. Why would you want to go see it? But they said that he's actually has some funny moments in it. 
They um, had to change it to Meet Dave so because that's what a live's original title was. <laughs> I don't know. I I love Steve Martin so much. I want to I want to I want to go back and buy. I haven't seen. Have you seen Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid in a long time? I saw it. It was never funny. It was just good. It was I just, just, you appreciated uh, yeah. it. I just more watched than... it on cable when I was a kid so much. I wanted to very yeah. HBO. I, wanted, I used to watch I just it, see it now. I watched it, yeah. and I didn't like it, but I kept watching it because I liked it's him. It's sort of funny. You think it's a movie that they would do now, you know, but it's like yeah. a movie that's and like actually, 25 it years might, old. It might actually, because it was smart comedy, it might actually work better now for all I know. Uh, but The I, Jerk, is, I think, is a... Actually, I, the stories, I, I disagree. I don't think the jerk's good anymore. Oh, I love it. I, love I own it, and I can't hardly. Get you know which it. movie of his I never really appreciated much was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I never liked that one. I still much. like that too. It's a weird film, but he's. The, yeah. I think it's a funny movie. L.A. Story is a classic. L.A. Story is great. Um, there was something else he released around that time that I liked a lot too. Well, Bowfinger was pretty good, but um, I mean, he's yeah, he's he's good. But Spanish Prisoner to me is like the last time he surprised me. Well, he yeah, he was a. Yeah, that was a very, very atypical role for him. Yeah, and it made you wonder why the fuck he doesn't do more. I mean, he he got into. I mean, Shop Girl. He was good, and he wrote that. But fuck Shop Girl. Um, it's a pretty well written book, and it's a it's a okay movie. Um, or a novella, I think he called it. Yeah, fuck it. Claire Danes, fuck off. It's kind of a Steve Martin wish fulfillment, but it's uh, you know. I guess that's as close to Woody Allen. I guess that he was kind of living in the world between his humor and trying to do something over the. It just doesn't work. It works more as like I mean, it works more in the in the in the written world. Well, his his writing is like that. Yeah, it's kind of semi autobiographical. Yeah. But he he the thing that's funny is all these people came like Murphy, Aykroyd, Steve Martin to a certain extent came from Siren Live. I mean, it's those guys. It was like a factory for these like amazing. Well, Martin was never on it. He just hosted it all the time. He basically was like right. a cast member, though. What about the uh, Noah uh, Father of the Bride? Uh, the Bride? Yeah, those were Love. shit. No, cheaper by the dozen. Uh, Father of the Bride one was okay, but it wasn't funny. It was just you, you know. Parenthood was good, actually. Yeah, Parenthood was Parenthood was a sad kind of a sad film, but he, I don't know. He just kind of it's like he's taking that. Ca- what was the one too. he did with Queen Latifah? Fuck you, bringing down the house. You know what's funny though is like the laugh of that movie. <laughs> fuck. I was we were talking about this. I think a little bit the last podcast. Like there's a lot you know, like today's group of comedians. You know the, the latest wave of people that are kind of like you know doing a good job of, of carrying the torch. They don't seem as diversely talented as those guys. Like you know like they're 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 as close to the last generation of like not necessarily song and dance type people, but people that really cut their teeth in a variety of different kinds of things like you know that those guys can uh, they can shift on a dime they could they could do anything that's asked of them if they if they you know if the scene the situation mm-hmm. asked for it well, three amigos sing and dance in that yeah one. i mean it, but uh, i can't imagine seth rogan doing that well and they have safety in numbers too where like they all work together they have people that fill certain roles in these movies and um you know the, those guys they kind of operate and it's good to see own. the audience finally kind of rebelling a little bit like what they did with mike myers it's like Mike Myers, um, he's his shelf life. He, he doing the same exact thing over and over again, and not really enhancing your your repertoire. Finally, comes haunts him. I, I can only imagine that's going to happen to Sandler at some point. It's not. It didn't happen to Mike Myers though, because if as soon as he comes back with another Austin Powers movie, people will go see it. I don't know. I, I guarantee it. It'll be huge. I don't think he'll do another one. He's such a reclusive. Of course, weird, he'll do another one. He's a weird. Fucking he's going to do another one. I mean, he has to after the Love Guru. He yeah. will. I don't um, think so. I don't, uh, think, yeah. I don't think movies is his passion. I don't think he has much passion for no, that. I think he does. I think that uh, according to Devin, he, a different passion. But, but um, he no, but he's going to do another Shrek movie, of course, and he's going to uh, do another Austin Powers movie. 
I, you know, they no one saw the love guru. I I wonder if people didn't go see the love guru just because of the character was the, you know, it was like um, horrible. But he based it on it's like you know just people just don't want to go see a movie that was like looked like a kind of a Hindi movie or something. Just wasn't appealing. Yeah, to we them. already had a Hindi movie this summer. <laughs> but I wonder if that's what it was because because Myers is, he still sells tickets. I mean, I guess not. Maybe if you think about the Love Guru, but you know people will still go Shrek. I mean, see yeah, Shrek. look at Fifty Four. Although he he's not the Shrek really, but they'll go see Austin. Awesome Fuck Powers. Shrek! It's the worst thing in town. But it, people fucking eat it up. I don't think he. I don't think it was people getting smart to Mike Myers. I think so. I think people I are tired so. of him. People don't. People. We have an insatiable appetite for crap, and they don't. Yeah, but the people that 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 made I mean, we, Austin we, Power movies hits are are old now, and they're not interested in that kind of stuff. We'll, and you fuck you and I will go back and see. Oh yeah, Austin we'll see Powers. it. But yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, but we get sick of it. Doesn't mean that the general populace is sick of it. And people love fucking crap. I mean, I love crap too, for God's sakes. I'll go see it, but... It just shows he can't do anything else other than the established franchise of Austin Powers. That's it. If he comes up with another one, yeah, it's going to be a big hit. I think, ta- I think Myers is, very, is a pretty talented dude. I mean, everybody's, venture outside everybody's, of everybody's that. Annoyed. God, I hate looking at him. Everybody's annoyed at him, but he's done some he's done some diverse stuff. He had his brand of comedy, and people get sick of him. Wouldn't it be great, though, to, to start seeing more like what Downey did this year? People that... Well, Downey's always been an incredible actor, though. I know, but I'm saying is go let the talent rise to the top. Yeah. I mean, I like Seth Rogen, but he's not like a guy that you look at and say, this guy's like an uber comedian. He's just very good at this at the stuff that's tailored to him. But well, he, fucking, he writes Robert, his own shit. So. Robert Downey can do anything. You he know? can, and but he doesn't. I mean, Steve Martin used to be able to do everything. Robin Williams used to be able to do everything. Eddie Murphy could have done almost everything. I mean, Downey, he's pick a letter. He... People write for him, you know. Where Rogan writes his own shit, it's a different, it's a different. Well, brand. I know, but I'm saying is, I think he's an example of, you know, regardless of, you want people that are going to elevate the material, and and uh, a guy like, I mean, like, if you go through, like, actually, and it's it's stuff like you know Chris fucking Evans, that guy's so good, he's got so much charisma, and when he's in even bad movies, he r- raises it. Yeah, I agree with you. And so bit. I want what I'd like to see is your name. You know, back in the what. He says vulgar, vulgar name. name. Chris Evans. I don't understand. <laughs> then you have to listen back to it. <laughs> Chris fucking Evans. Oh, <laughs> the vulgar name. Okay. No, but, uh, you know, you. there's no one like Downey right now. There's nobody like Downey. He's Bounce. Like, but, he, you know what I'm saying? He's like, it's like he's so, he can do anything. He's fucking hilarious. There's just no one like him right now, um, uh, except Chris Evans. <laughs> I, I use him as an example because I really think he's a completely I, untapped, I like an untapped, huge, hugely untapped resource. Josh Brolin. <laughs> All right, last segment coming up. Uh, yes, I need some advice. Um, so, okay, I met this girl, right? And I really like her. We met on the internet and we talked for a while on the MySpace. And we decided to meet in person. And things were going really well until she took off her shirt. And she has dicks for titties. She has penises for breasts. And I don't know what to do because... That's really weird because they're the size of a penis, like of a breast, like a, they're these and they're wieners. 
and I'm unsure because girls don't like me, and this is the first one who's ever expressed interest. But she has dicks for titties, so if you could help me, that would be great. I am proud that Emo Phillips listens to the podcast. Hey, Chad, this is Beef, uh, longtime fan. Um, I'm at the uh, Space Invasion event at the L.A. Film Festival. Um, me and my buddy Joe are about about halfway down the line. Uh, we've been here for about 45 minutes, and, you know, we about five minutes ago, we look over and we see Devin getting his ticket. He's with a chick, and they kind of walk up and down the line, and then all of a sudden, he fucking cuts everyone and goes to the front. So, um, that guy is a cock. Bye. That is what is known in some circles as a newsflash. Devin a cock? Who would have thought? I remember my wife being in labor and our child's head starting to emerge from her hole. Devin came in and fucked him back inside. My son was three days old when he was born. Hello, Nick, uh, Justin, Micah, Steve, et al. Uh, this is Chris Olson of the Chud Boards and Creature Corner. Um, just wanted to call in. I don't really have a question. I just wanted to say that you guys are doing a fabulous job with these podcasts. I only started listening recently and they are uh, hilarious, and uh, you're also doing a great job with Chud. It's the best movie website on the on the web, and uh, just wanted to say that, basically. Uh, keep up the great work, and I'll see you guys on the boards. Thanks. Bye. Superficially, we appreciate the compliment. Thinking further, I cannot help but wonder if you have ulterior motives, like Harry Hamlin always does. That cocksucker still owes me half a bucket of the Colonel's secret recipe. Hi, uh, Chud Podcast. This is Will Mason, a uh, long-time listener of the show, big fan of your work. I've uh, got a little piece of Hollywood gossip for you. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. just came out of the closet. Turns out he's in a relationship with another celebrity. He's Jeremy Irons, man. Will is a bold man. So fucking bold it hurts. <laughs> Trader was boring, useless. Really? Not that good. I heard it was kind of interesting. Nope. I heard it was worthless. Saw it at the drive-in. Yeah, it's okay. We guys, guys talking through it. That's what people bit. do at drive-ins. A little bit. I heard it's a movie that commands. I got in a fight with one of the attention. pink ladies too. <laughs> Did you, uh, John Cheadle, Guy Pierce? John Cheadle, Guy Pierce. I heard you could have watched Jeff Daniels. I heard you could have watched Mirrors instead of Trader. Yes. And there's someone else in it. They had like second. The uh, the Gabriel. Garcia Bernal, Bernal or no, not in it. Someone told me he was in it. Let me pause. No, I'm not gonna pause. No, he's not in it though. The guy, the guy who played the uh, interrogator in um, Three Kings is the other guy, and he was also in. Um, oh, well, someone told Point. me that guy was in it. I thought I hadn't hear, heard that he was in it. So I well, you're right. Weird. There was somebody with browner skin in the movie. Uh, hey, it's not me that said it. I didn't uh, see the movie. Wendy Joe Sperber, Cliff Curtis. It's, no, it's not, it's kind of, he actually kind of reminds me of Cliff Curtis. So you didn't like it, but I mean, not uh, Clifford, how was Clifton. Guy Pierce? Because I always like him and stuff. You know what? I kind of liked him, and he actually had a little bit, he wasn't as emaciated, which made which actually made it easier to watch. Because like, that guy is so gaunt mm-hmm. that you need to see, like seeing with actually a little bit like of human on human meat helped. But he's all right. His, 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 uh, his American accent was pretty good, and you know, he's fine. I mean, Go to. Big fan of Miss T. Um, go to. <laughs> The actor is Saeed uh, Tagamikabaragajikabar. Oh, Neil McDonough's in it as well. David Morse? No. 
and then and then of course Jeff Daniels. I love Jeff Daniels. I love him too. I saw him in a Law and Order episode recently. I think. Oh yeah. I think so. The uh, D'Onofrio one, Criminal Intent, I guess. Okay. Why uh, were you watching that? It was at a sports bar on the TV. I, th- I could have swore it was. But um, Jeff Daniels is uh the stuff. But the stuff. The premise of the movie is Don Shadles supposedly a terrorist, traitor, asshole, and the uh the the feds are after him. And Guy Pierce is like one of the main. He's the main guy in the case. And Neil McDonald's like his partner. And then, of course, you find out that he's a double agent. Double Jeff, agent. Jeff Daniels is like his handler. Mm-hmm. And so he's having to live this dual life and all that. It's fucking just generic. It's a shame. It's like got the, a few decent moments. I like that dual life stuff, though. Do it's you? It's fun, like uh, sliding doors. Like when you like make during the day you work a day job and then at night you dress up as like a superhero and go to conventions? Yes. Okay. It's cool. Like the sounds enthralling. Spielberg's TV movie, Taken. Back, 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 back. Further. Amazing stories. Further. Chris Berman. Further. Huh? Duel. Mm Hmm. Further. (laughs) The Wraith. Um, it's not a very great movie. It's okay. Upgraded from bad, not good to okay. I was I was thinking about Jeff Daniels. Someone has to be the real bad guy. Wonder who it is. Someone has to think about Jeff Daniels. Terrorists. The terrorists are the bad guys. Oh really? Yeah. There's no no not There's no think. duplicity. Nobody is working nope. for the terrorists that's nope. not Don Cheadle. Nope. Just like Shades of Grey It's characters. an interesting movie because I don't think it costs very much money. Like I think it was a really cheap God, movie. God, I hope not. But you know what I'm saying? I think it was a really cheap movie and that cast isn't so bad. It's okay. But I don't see one of the things about I was hesitant it's to like see a born, it. it tries to be born identity a little bit? No. 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 You would think on the surface, yes, but it's more like Spy who came in from the cold or something like kind of older. I appreciate what it's trying to do. It's just kind of boring. And Don Chadle, I like him as a supporting character. I don't want him as a lead ever. It's funny that I think that what happened was that you got you went to the drive-in, probably had your car parked. You probably sat outside of your car. I imagine we had a little setup with drinks. Yeah, maybe between two cars. Yeah, some cigars. Cigars, and I bet you started talking. The trader came on, maybe bust a couple of jokes about. I actually, the got there title about, font. Got there about ten minutes into trader. Ten minutes into trader. Uh, probably we're talking to people, laughing, go to the bathroom a couple times, gotta get some popcorn, maybe tripped over a crack in the pavement. I bet you didn't, but anybody, you didn't give it your undivided attention. No, I, I didn't give it, because if I had given it my div- completely undivided attention, I would have been ripping it to shreds right now. Because mm-hmm. I would have been, ju- Trader would have been my number one source of entertainment, and that would have been just a sad time. But I had Will Mason. And when you have Will Mason around, it's fucking electric. You guys did the double duty that night, right? Pineapple afterwards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or unless you're talking about when I took him back to his car in the gay section of town. Well, that was a nice night out for you, gentlemen. It was. And you didn't. What was better, pineapple or trader? That was the second time I saw pineapple, and I was getting. I really didn't want to sit through it again because I, I liked pineapple, but I wasn't a huge fan. It was a little bit better the second time. It had some moments that I liked more. Um, I actually there was something. In, there was a joke that I, I didn't catch the first time. I forgot what it was. Oh, the Rancor joke. I, I missed it the first time. Yeah. Um, but uh, J- Franco's great, there, and there are moments that, that are great, but uh, it's still not one of my favorites. But it was fine. It was fine. I mean, but the drive-in, the great thing about the drive-in is that's really the star. So, like, what's playing on the screen is almost insignificant because the, the, the vibe is cool, and it was really nice night, and it was cool, cool enough. Is it crowded there? Not really. Yeah. 
Kind of creepy then. Awesome. It was the dead end driving, so Adam Ant came over for a while. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they had mirrors on one of the other screens. Steve, is your mic off? Nope. Amazing. I'm sitting here. That sucks though, because well, how, how does that look projected then? What? Projected film into a mirror? Because you see. You didn't get my mirror joke earlier, did you? Which one? When I said that, I saw it. I saw a I, mirror. I got it. Was it bad? It was. It's actually more of a joke I'd expect from Steve. I'll actually admit. So yes, I admit to thinking that joke up before the show, and I was playing in my mind, going, "This is gonna kill." And you'll blame it on me. And it just didn't kill. In fact, it's sad. It's okay. It's hard when that handsome brags about being handsome. We don't have enough leprechauns in the world today. You don't think so? No. So I was at work today, and I was telling you guys about this a little bit, but the people vacuuming at work, and the vacuum sound like was. It just made farting noises the whole time. Billy Barty back there? No, it was like back, someone vacuuming the office, but it was like, you know, you know fart. So in, what you're saying Very is Eddie Murphy's going to make a movie about it. <laughs> Very distracting. Or is this some kind of new technology, the farting vacuum cleaner? It is. Giggle while you work. Giggle while you clean. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why this would happen. I don't either. I was shocked. Aren't they supposed to clean that place after hours? No. They don't clean my place after. They clean it all day, actually. Must be a dirty workplace. I guess. Filthy bastard. Man, they keep cleaning that thing. They cleaned the bathroom today, and I had to, I had to, uh, I don't know how to put it scientifically, tinkle. I had to tinkle uh, during work. I had to go tinkle. And um, they were cleaning it for like half hour. I was like, where, in a, where am I going to put I, my are pee? You one of, are you one of those guys that plays plays games on your phone while you're peeing? No. I'm while I'm peeing? Yeah. I don't do it while I'm not peeing and in there for another reason, yeah. number poop. But I definitely don't do it while I'm peeing. Who plays a game while they're peeing? I'm just saying, I've seen it. I've seen somebody doing shit on their phone Come while they're peeing. Come on. Like texting while peeing or something? Something. I don't do that. I, I People are... Oh, fuck. I'll bring a Neo Geo into the stall with me. I mean, the, I've rolled up a new, uh, like a magazine before in my pocket and try to hide it and get it in there, but... I don't. The phone thing bothers me. You know. People why just one? Why just long. one magazine? When I worked for the man, I would take my library in with me. Well, people will print out stuff. You ever see that? Like, they'll, and they'll leave it. They'll, they'll they'll be like success. I printed out like a USA Today article and left it in there. A lot of people. A lot of people. Um. A lot of people take. I find newspapers on the toilet floor. That is the worst, especially if it's like the the metro section. And it's a little wet. Who the hell's reading the metro section? Yeah. But it's, it's actually, it was funny because uh, there's actually an urban legend about that. There's like a fictional character that leaves those installs. He's the Metro Gnome. And he fucking, what he does is he comes into the bathroom grate when you're shitting and he watches you. And then when, when you leave, he puts the Metro section of the fucking newspaper there. But he's there at the same time every day, the same amount of time. Really? Perfect yes. timing? Perfect timing. Yep. Because he's the Metro Gnome. He really is. I mean, he, he, he is. And, um,. He uh, he's a crazy little guy, but you gotta appreciate his, his first of all his reliability. If you don't flush, he'll punch your poop. <laughs> he's the guy actually that's so why flush? He's saddled with the task of <laughs> you got poop hands. What happens is like what the the metronome will see a, a turgid mass in the toilet, and he will throw. Is that where turd comes from? Maybe, but Short what he does form. is he sees it and he doesn't like it. What he'll do is he'll he'll take half a roll of toilet paper and put it on it and then piss on top of the toilet paper. Yeah. 
so that it creates an effect. And I know you've seen it before. It's his signature that the, the metronome signature is not just shit in the toilet. There's it's covered in paper in paper towels yeah. and then a layer of piss on top of that. You've seen it because it happens all the time. Yeah, that's the metronome's work. When the guy the guy leaves the bathroom having not flushed, probably for a completely legitimate reason, mm-hmm. maybe not to disturb someone sleeping somewhere in a hurry, in a hurry, or maybe they don't want to alert someone. Rushing off for an organ delivery. Something amazing. Is the metronome the asshole who puts the toilet paper on the seat so that he didn't want to? When he sits down, actually, on the no. Seat, the metronome his, cherishes his little, cherishes the ass germs, and he's actually offended. He puts his little ass ass at. He's when he sabotages the seat, the little device that has seat cushions, the yeah. little seat things. He, he sabotages call, those. You mean the seat crinkly? It's not so really. So he's cushions. not the one who puts the little toilet paper around it. He, he didn't want to get his little nomad. He, on the, he has much acrimony. Really, hates them. That explains that then. Why is Justin in the hospital? Well, he got scared from this conversation and he wouldn't go shit in the bathroom. No, see, you should know. He's scared of the metronome. The metronome is, is, he's he's like an accessory. He's not to be feared because he just, he assists assists in the process. Unless you don't follow the rules. No, he's a little creepy. He gets on my nerves. No one's seen him. You don't know. Yeah, he creeps over the top of the stall if you're in there. I've he watches you, no, but, you, but once you look up, you never see him. No, I've seen something. Maybe it's like uh, the Mothman. I, I, Let's the just put it my, this way. If you fuck with him, it ain't the metro section that'll be there next time. It'll be the obituary. the corner of my eye, I see something darting around. <laughs> a little metro gnome. I don't think that was a gnome. That little fuck. I think it was your poops. Running around? Why is my poop running around town? Is it running? I don't think you said running. Depends on what you eat. Although, so anyway, the vacuum cleaner sounds like That's, farts. The um, the uh, that was a weird sound to come out of that machine. The midget contingent of the Eddie Murphy fan club are called the Metronomes. Oh, Metro! I actually kind of like that movie. I didn't. Do you remember who the bad guy is? Morse. No. Uh, Rippy. Nope. Wincott. Is it? Yep. It's a great bad guy. I know Mac- Michael Rappaport's on it. Yep. Who else? Who's the leading lady? I don't remember. Uh, I don't Does Rappaport die in this film? Probably. He dies in everything? He doesn't die in everything. He died in Beautiful Girls. Remember he got shot in the face? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I apologize. Yeah, he did not. Might have been wrong. He doesn't pass away always. He passed away in... Um, Kiss in of Death. <laughs> slightly took the loss. Does not make it to the end of... D- d- higher Learning? T- he, yeah, he take, he took himself out in higher learning. I think so. Grand Theft Auto. Michael Rappaport. There's another guy who could do everything. Very diverse <laughs> talents. <laughs> yeah. God he, damn, he's one note. He is curly-headed. Was he in Mighty Aphrodite? I think he was. I think he might have been... He definitely, and he was in um, True Romance. True Romance, first. Uh, the Stallone movie, Cop Copland. Good movie. But he is definitely one note, and he, I know he dated. Uh, so we can go back to the gossip. Uh, I think he dated Lily Taylor for a long time. Am I wrong? From say anything. I think. Am I wrong about this? First of all, why would that ever make any news? Why would anybody? I think their relationship ended poorly. I think that she had a Hey, it's Murgatroyd here. I I just saw fucking restraining order celebrity Michael couple Rappaport. Michael Rappaport and Lily Taylor. 
walking next to a real celebrity couple. Especially passerby said, nope. Fucking, no one should know who Michael Rappaport ever dates. Well, now our listeners do. Or Lily Taylor. Now our listeners do. Listeners, listen up. She's still warning Joe. Joe lies. Joe does lie. Lauren Dean. It always comes back but to Lauren Dean. Those lies got him Angie Everhart. I was, all I'm saying about this is the other day I tappity tap tapped on the computer keyboard over to the IMDb. Just slipped a couple letters that formed Lauren Dean's name and uh, hit the juice box. I think that's what they call her, mm-hmm. the enter yeah. key. And he's working a lot this year. Yeah, which one? The one over by the stadium? <laughs> he is back, ladies and gentlemen. And he's old. He's like close to 40. Is Low- that old, Justin? No, but it's older. And so it's a lower energy, Lauren D. <laughs> He's lost a step. It gets tired at 11 p.m., Lauren D. He's lost a step from still. Maybe he is. He is definitely the uh, Graham Nash of the acting community. (laughs) He is going to have a excellent 2009. He's going to be in stuff. I think he is actually also. It's it's also he's kind of. I think he was not only low energy but picky. He was never in stuff. Well, he, he, the I, think only, he's, I think he lowered his standards for 2009. I think you're going to see him in a movie with a couple... Lauren Dean strange works fellows. simply to feed his, his desires and his passions, his real hobbies. Uh, he's a big fan of collecting Pinewood Derby cars. Mm-hmm. He also likes to uh, collect the shells of cicadas in the woods. And he loves reading about the maturation of elms. Very exciting shit for him and he, he simply works to feed these passions he's also an avid uh, stone watcher he, he um, camps out in the woods near a nice pile of rocks and documents their progress he's a wild man not really Lauren Dean fucking rips shit up Steve what do you think I don't care <laughs> Steve has reached Steve's boiling point yeah Definitely. Like, uh, what is it? What is it like? Uh, Cinderella when the what happens when the Cinderella turns into a pumpkin? Turns back into pumpkin when it hits midnight. Steve turns turns it's turns into Lance 10. Hendrickson. It's almost ten p.m. Yeah, I just give up. At about about I'd say about nine fifteen, he starts looking at his phone a lot because the booze is run dry. See, what I would do is like if I if I was dating Cinderella, I'd be I'd pick her up at nine fifty. Like I I fucking love pumpkins. I can't get God. I can't wait till your pussy's gone. Nine fifty would do no good. It'd have to be eleven fifty, sir. No, well, no, she didn't turn into a pumpkin. I mean, she's a, she doesn't turn into a pumpkin. No, her her <laughs> Fuck off. She turns into a slave, <laughs> which is fucking hot. Also, yeah. I mean, she's still cute. She just doesn't. It's like they they magic her clothes her clothes back to her uh, robes or tattered robes, it's, which which is fucking hotter than her dress. She's just cute either way. I don't understand, prince, fucking bastard, picky ass. That's what I'm saying, though. He went around that glass slipper, and that didn't magically disappear. I don't understand that legend. At midnight, Pumpkinhead turns into Roger Mitchell. We should do like a video podcast, and then people could just see the moment. What that's the moment, Steve. <laughs> it's like it's like when Bud Dwyer shot himself. The color just drains out of Steve. I'd be completely different if uh, we had a video cast in here. Would you? Steve, oh, would, yeah. Steve would be, be like fucking up with a, a suit and tie. We'd have to get him here three hours early for makeup. <laughs> He'd come out, he'd be the, the how, werewolf. How to make Barlow look good. That'd be fun. If they do video, they do, do video podcasts. Yes, they do, and they're dumb. 
We're the, we're the perfect people you want in the video. Let's see what else. Well, I am. See, I wouldn't change a thing, though. It'd be the same blocking that we have here. We're just sitting on chairs rocking. We can't see anything. They probably, they, some of our listeners probably have crushes on our voices, you know? They do have, on yours. You get all sorts of compliments. We, please, I'm not trying to beg for compliments here, but yes, I do all the time. You do. Personal I mean, emails all the time. I can't time. see anything. No. I have a clear view to fracture and dodgeball. People Indeed. compliment equally, what? sir. Oh. My view is a copy of Fracture, <laughs> Fracture Dodgeball, Sneezing, and Indiana Jones fucking trilogy. But I'm just saying that maybe people would want to match the voice to the face and maybe their crushes would be eradicated if they saw the walking shambling, shambles of I think of people us. should compliment everything about the show. We never ask for we never ask for people to call in. So maybe we should say call voicemail. You know, well, we don't do voicemail anymore, really. Actually, I, I have them saved. I just wait till I have a huge amount. What's a huge amount? Four. No, I've got like I've got like 30, I think. I just yeah, Sometimes I listen films. to them and it just makes me heartbroken. What do you boys think about the jazz singer? Like, huh? <laughs> you might have held that phone call a little too long. <laughs> so I like to collect them and never put them. That's probably not a good advertisement for the for a voicemail. Actually, no. I I check them from time to time. But see, honestly, like when I, when I'm doing a podcast, like there's there's those podcasts where I want to get it out. I want to get it done. I want to get it out there so people. You know, usually when there's people like the last one, people were really kind of. I've never seen this much enthusiasm for it, so I wanted to make sure it came out soon. And this one, I intentionally wanted to do sooner. To see if we can build on that, you know. And if people are great, then I'll I'll start doing more shit. How did we do? Mm. We might have torpedoed it. Oh, you don't know how much editing I'm going to do. This might be a, a fucking brief, amazing podcast. We've been recording for three hours. A while. That's been a while. Two hours and twenty-two. Not long. Well, enough. let's just let's just let's just let's just send off our, send off our readers with a nice goodbye. Okay. So let's just say something nice about the the listeners. I mean, let's say Steve. What, Yes. Give them some give them some good advice and and let them know that you care. I love everybody out there. I just stay away from chariots. Yeah. And and how and I mean as as a frequent listener of the podcast yourself. Yeah, I I listen to everything. I actually was on iTunes the other day and I accidentally listened to about a minute of the show. It's like holy shit. What the hell just happened? And then I realized, "Oh, I'm listening to the Chud podcast." I was trying to find some McCartney tapes on there. Tapes. Well, you know, that's how it goes. Jesse? <laughs> Jesse Tapes? Jesse McCartney? Oh, no. You should... Just assume that Paul died in the 70s. Don't buy anything he does ever well, again. Well, he did artistically. He's gone, but... The point is, I was on iTunes, and I, and I did come across the, the Chud podcast. I, I did, like, a little search, you know, just to see, like, if I'm on there. Yeah. You are. Yeah, I know. I'm joking there. I did listen to... I listened to the, the first episode, about, oh. about 10 minutes of that one, and... uh Decided to pretty much quit there. Back when we were young. <laughs> back when, like, boy, our voices sounded so young back there. We were so Just young and innocent. naive. Yeah. What do you have for the listeners and some some parting words? Uh, some nice things to say. Well, I think, I think that the I want them to know that I think that they're very handsome, and that the one lady that listens to our show is very pretty. Okay. Um, I hope that they have a great. End of 2008. You think this is our last a show very of the year? Cheer, a very cheery 2009. What are you trying to say? I'm giving them well wishes. This isn't our last show. No. So it's Samara. We're trying to give them some comp- the, the, the listeners compliments. Hope you have a very merry September. I hope you have a great September. And I hope that... What's, a, what's another... I hope you all get t-shirts in the, in the mail. We need, from, we need podcast t-shirts. Not no. from us. No, I'm just saying we just need that 
But just a, some pri- surprise T-shirt. Just a T-shirt though. with a bunch of amazing quotes from the show. No, not not from us though. We should wear a uniform. Don't we? We should wear that whenever we record. It maybe gets us in the, the spirit a little bit more, or at least me. That means that I can't wear this Robin Hood outfit. No, it is a little disturbing. You don't quite fill out the tights. I hope you uh, find uh, some quarters in the parking lot. Surprise quarters. That's that's what I'll say. I hope you all find surprise quarters, Nick. Yeah. I hope, no you, I hope you find hindquarters. <laughs> I hope. I, I just wish the, re- the readers and listeners would uh, do a better job of promoting us. You're supposed to be complimenting them. I am. I'm saying you guys need to do a better job. <laughs> I can rip it into them. You need to comment on Podcast Alley. You need to con- comment on iTunes. You need Why to give us into our, all of our sounds, six listeners. Sounds fuck desperate. you too. No, I'm just saying. Like I, we're, I think this this show is is so much better than most. I mean, even if it's not, I'm I biased and, I, and a lot of work goes into it and people need to fucking step up not that we listen to other shows <laughs> people need to step up they need to fucking put their fucking money where their mandibles are you know how like a lot of people would listen to they're like okay this is my this is my profession this is my my job i'm gonna read like i'm gonna write kids books i'm gonna read all these kids books we don't actually listen to other podcasts that's not true though i did listen to a little bit of that that beer podcast starring chud why did you really why would you do that because they had Chud in it. I was like, what the fuck is Don't they about? talk about beer? Yeah, and it's horrible. Is well, it? well, duh. It's, popular. it's more popular than us. Oh, I, I know that. But all they do is talk about beer. Like, it's not, yeah, well, it's, Miley Cyrus is more popular than Amy Mann. That's true. But she, but, you know, there's a... And thank I, I God for that. I did listen to that Ricky Gervais podcast. That was funny. That's because you're an apologist. But you, you like Ricky Gervais? I know, I know, but I'm trying to fucking... I don't, I, actually, I'm sure it's great. So you want to you want people to to come to comment uh, all on, the time. I want I want people to comment all the time on iTunes and Podcast Alley. I don't want to ask for too much because we already have seven reviews on iTunes. <laughs> That's okay. right. You read you heard me correctly. Seven. All of our listeners. We have seven reviews. Okay. Other advice is is don't like Cl- Chris Klein. Don't like him. <laughs> what if uh, he's a listener? I don't. If he's a listener, like him. No, if he's like a listener, him. don't like yourself, Chris Klein. Why don't you? What's going on with Chris Klein that made you? He's not. He's just not good. He never was. And he and he did a couple of movies. He was in a couple of movies where that were like indie faves. Fuck him. He's not good. Mr. Like Plastic Election, face, maybe. Though. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, Chris Evans and Chris Klein. You like? You recommend Chris Evans? Chris Evans is amazing. Decline he's, Chris Klein. But he's known for using no facial muscles. Like you, you may not have any other expression. Chris Klein. Yeah. What about Chris Lambert? I never liked him, but it's a lie. I hate Chris. It's a fucking lie. It's horrible. It's a fucking, fucking lie. He's a horrible man. If anyone has any spare hair lying around, please email it to misfit underscore w at yahoo dot com.